What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to the weekend. Yes, indeed. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Yes, indeed. What's up for the weekend? This is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. You in here with the Bruce Wayne this ish, the king of content, the speaker of truth, yours truly. Mr. Coach Alini, a.k.a. also the notorious one, Coach Thomas, and the prognosticator, Coach Thomas. I messed that up. <laughs> All right, I messed that up. The notorious one. Anyway, oh, also, as we learned yesterday, based on our 5% mathematics, it is C, God, Allah, in the building. Shout out to you, brothers. Hey, new, 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 new. we are ready to rip and roar. We got a great show for you today. Today, we're going to talk about that toxic love. That toxic love, and we're going to start off with our model toxic relationship of 2020s. You know, there was Bobby Brown and Whitney Houston, you know, Hulk Hogan and Linda Hogan, right? And now there's Krishan and Blueface. Oh, man. Krishan and Blueface. We're going to talk about toxic love and, and particularly why groups of people actually are basically are, are more or less attracted to toxic people. And why toxic people try to make it work out only to basically delete themselves uh, slowly. That's all it is. Yeah, there was Tina and Ike. We had Ike and Tina. We had Blue. We had uh, Bobby Brown and Whitney. Now we got Krishan and Blueface. It's crazy, man. Uh, toxic love. And we have other great topics of today. And uh, we are going to talk about Forever the Victim. We have some young ladies that write, don't, they don't want to work. They don't want to have a job. All they want to do is sell some peace leave. And by the way, with all these layoffs, you know what I mean? Selling peace leave is going to be like crazy, brothers. I don't know, man. They're going to flood the market here in the next few weeks. Even, even in the San Jose region, Silicon Valley, peace leave be going, going to be going for $50 a pop. They're going to be out there. Yeah, Rihanna and Chris Brown, it's been crazy out here. We're going to talk about a woman who got basically ran the gauntlet. She didn't run a train game, but she ran a gauntlet on four dudes while having co committed relationship and she gets knocked up. And then she wants to know a very important question. Who's the pappy? I'm pappy. We got a new thing coming up, which is not a new thing, but it's an old thing. Something that I've been addressing for quite a few years now, the trans canine community, <laughs> the trans canine community, oh, the humanity. they're coming out of the closet. And there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of Kaylee's coming out identifying as trans canine. There's two in particularly that we're going to talk about. Unfortunately, we have to bring this up, but we have to warn you, brothers, especially as uh, you, you, my brother's brothers, my black brothers. You know, you be dealing with Kaylee's and you don't know what you're dealing with. A lot of times they be doing some interesting things with their pups. That's why they be loving pups. Always tell you. I always tell you, man, remember that time I told you the story? I'm walking Nova, and this Kaylee came by. She was a good-looking Kaylee, too, plain Jane. Came up, leaned all down next to my dog, Nova, and that dog, Nova, licked her like Scooby-Doo <laughs> all over her face. And she was just, <laughs> I was like, I was like, bruh. Oh, the humanity. You know what I mean? I loves me. I loves me a Kayla. I loves me a Kaylee, but sometimes they be oh, the with a doggies. All right. Peanut butter and all kind of stuff, man. Now listen, <laughs> but this is the world that we're dealing with. You know what I mean? That we, we are in the year of our Lord, 2023. 
might be the year of the devil at this point. So we're going to talk about that as well. Boy, a lot of interesting subject matters coming up here. But do me a favor. Hit the like button. This is the best edutainment here on YouTube. You in here with the best of the best. And this is what we're going to do today, man. We're just giving you a warning of what's out here. We're going to talk optimistically about these subjects, though, because we're going to figure out we got the ultimate solution. No, 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 no. Not that ultimate solution. The ultimate winning formula, which is the free agent lifestyle. Okay, so that's what we're talking about today. If you want to contribute to today's show, dollar sign, CGA Live on the Cash App, Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV, and PayPal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. All of these contribute to the Baby Mama Terrorist Fund because a child is a terrible thing to waste and no father should have their child held against him. So what we're doing is building up a fund, and this is what we've been doing. This is not income. These are donations from men helping men actually uh, uh, not let Women abuse the legal system. All right. That's what we're doing here. And uh, that's what your contributions go towards a good cause. And also a little bit of junior college de debaucherous activity as well. Jasmine Rice. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Anyway. Um, and then if you want to also donate via the super chat, you can do so. On the Notorious CGA channel, which is the Notorious CGA channel. You can donate over there. So we're going to get to the earlier contributors to today's show. All right, now, here's what we got to do before we do that. Uh, let me see. Now nah, we're going to get to the earlier contributors. I thought I was going to get to a topic, but let's get to them because y'all brothers got paid and it's Friday. Shout out to Jules C. Thank you for being over there on the Super Chat on the Notorious CGA channel. Albert Wester says, even if you a millionaire, they still ain't going to act right. And you still ain't going to wife them up. Yes. We got Albert Wesker says Google laying off 12,000 souls. 70% women, I would assume. Palo Alto seeking arrangement about to be Liddy. And this is how you start a super duper recession or an economic collapse of proportions. Corporations lay off their slaves. And all of a sudden, the slaves can't make their car payments, which the average car payment to date is $777. <laughs> And probably 84 months financing. I believe it's probably 72 month financing, $777 a month. Now, I remember people, I don't want to get political, but uh, my goodness, I told you to do Biden. Lord have mercy. What a catastrophe. Well, at least he doesn't tweet wrong. Shout out to MC Hamster says the Bruce Wayne it is ish coach, coach Gope Adams. All right. Shout out to you. All right, we got Big Doe Butter. Fellas, just do what you do and keep quiet about it. Shout out to my favorite African-American. Shout out to, uh, and speaking of politics. Uh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Somebody says, Don, that was Amazon. Everybody laying off. Microsoft, Amazon, Google. Every Look, Google, uh, Google announced today that they laying off. All right, so everybody's laying off, man. There's not a tech company not laying off, probably, of the big ones. But um, the Alphabet, the Alphabet Corporation, I mean, not the Reading Rainbow, but uh, yeah, they're, they're laying off right now. That, that was announced, I think, this morning, uh, five hours ago. Uh, Google's parent company, Alphabet, cunning. Oh, New York Times going to hit me with the You can't look at this article. But if you guys didn't want to know, I know people are like, this is the other company. So Google's in on it, too. 12,000 yobs. 12,000 yobs, man. All right, man, boy, we entering into a weird time. And uh, yeah, this is going to cause a this is going to cause a reverberation because then people can't make those car payments or they can't make that mortgage payment or they can't make their rent. Right. And it's going to cause a 
uh, domino effect of many markets. You can't you can't have this many people being laid off and uh, not expect something crazy to happen. So brace yourselves. And if you have a job, if you have a job, you better have a backup plan. I am hiring. I am hiring. First damn thing I'm hiring is all right. Anyway, I don't need to hire for that. All right, so shout out to what do we got here? Uh, yeah, man, something. Uh, Big Doe Butter says, "Fellas, just do what you do and keep it quiet." Anthony D ninety one, what's up, CGA? At my job, watching. Can't believe Instagram is now allowing nudity. Send the non-binary asteroid. What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Man, I'm gonna tell you, bro. Uh, uh, the the whole thing about and obviously when the reset guys read my book, The Evolution. I I, I authored two books, two and a half. Uh, but my book, The Evolution, chronicles what's going to happen when we when we allow this this feminism to just run rampant. And now we're reverting back. We're de-evolving back to the oldest profession. Women are women are volunteering to go back and be nude out in. the. I mean, guys, it's, it's crazy. So as the economy is collapsing, women have less opportunities. Now you're having more and more women willing to do jobs like this. Celibate sell a bit all right show a bit it's crazy not all women are going to do it but you know some women that are we we're, we're seeing it suburban wives only fans selling feet pictures uh preteens doing it Sad, sadly enough to report they're doing it selling feet pictures to somebody i don't know how they're doing it but they're technically savvy i'm sure they can figure it out we have teachers turning to seeking i mean what do you want me to do the evolution predicted all of this. Coach Radamus, man. Ends excess shout out to the coach gang at my job. Tuning in. Keep grinding, fellas. And yes, you're still supposed to have a job, even though everybody else don't have a job. All right. Henry Resilient. Shout out to you and, sh and congratulations on your streaming. Uh, I've been able to catch uh, bits of it. And uh, I see you've been getting a little bit of bite back for covering that topic. But stay thanks for uh, staying vigilant and covering that topic, which is the JDP uh, alleged self-deletion and so he's been on it interviewing people and all of that stuff he's been covering that i think he's the only content creator potentially covering that case not letting it die but uh for some reason we're letting men lose their lives or take their lives allegedly and nobody's doing it in the investigation and he's doing it and he says dear man stay off of ambient and alcohol it was in my opening the reason jdf decided to self-delete he says thanks coach for your clip on parental alienation to red pill over 1k of people yesterday okay so you okay congratulate wow my man is but henry resilient gonna be a beast in this thing he's he's the next he's the next up because he has resiliency but uh par parental alienation is a thing and um if you're facing a parental alienation um if you're if you're experiencing it um sue the pants off that you know what? All right, sewer. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. All right. Uh, try try not to ignore it too long, especially when she tries to embarrass you in the courts and the court of public opinion, but mostly in the courts. And so what you do is you bleed that sucker dry. You bleed her dry. You bankrupt her. You corrupt her. You drag her through the legal system and you sue her. All right. Yeah, you sue her. Sue her. You sue her. All right. Uh, just like she would sue you and she keeps lawsuits going, you sue her. And uh, you spend all your your kids' college funds. Do whatever you can. Sue her until she is bleeding pennies. <laughs> Sue her until she's bleeding pennies. All right, that's what you do. 
Um, anyway, sewer to the sewer, sewer to she's living out in a cardboard box. That's what you do. <laughs> All right. Anyway. All right. Um, and if the course don't like it, it is what it is. Shout out to Classy Beats. The metaphiles are next in line. Look out. Uh-oh. What, what metaphiles? <laughs> All right. What metaphiles? Somebody said my brother should do that. I'm telling y'all, man. Sue these women. Sue they ass. <laughs> Sue them and, and take it and drag it out. Drag it out. Hire attorneys. Fire attorneys. Do not treat these people, these women. You got to teach them a lesson to not mess with you, bro. All right, shout out to Classy Beats. Who up, Metaphiles? Mm. <laughs> All right, shout out to Corey, the Marcus Draper. Man, that sounds like a cool ass name. That sounds dapper. I'm red, he says, just joined the locals. Congratulations. And you super chatted and you co-sponsored. He says, I think I found my tribe. 350K last year looking to increase this year. We up. Yep. <laughs> yep. Anyway, shout out to my man Cognac Stories, Kansas City, with that barbecue in there, too. There's barbecue in there. He says, I got three Coach Gang hoodies. Every time I wear one, the simps of the 304s be like dark side. Yeah, they be like, what does the dark side mean? What that mean? Indeed. Hey, man, if you haven't joined us over on Locals, you see it, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. It is the place where the Coach Gang uh, resides and everybody gets to contribute in some form or fashion. And uh, you also get a live stream from me during Sunday mornings. Ex Largo sauce guy dropping off my little me dropping off me a little today. It's my birthday. Shout out to the coach gang. Happy birthday to your brother. Indeed. Check it out for the weekend. Hope you got something planned. What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend? Last nigga? two rational rationality says clapping cheeks to the cat reeks CGA for life. <laughs> Anthony D91, Austin from the Passport Bros, got interviewed last night from Thailand to explain himself on the same new channel. Did you see it? Okay. On the same news channel. Okay. I see what happened there. Um, I did not see the interview. I think somebody posted it on Locals, but I saw it this morning. I didn't get to see the interview, but uh, maybe we'll check that out for the weekend. Look, I'm going to come back. I got to do these stories. I'll come back to PayPal Cash App and all you brothers, man. I appreciate y'all's patience. But we're going to talk about forever the victim. You're like a dream. Um, ladies are always playing this victim card. Why do they play the victim card so much? Well, because people believe that they're always the victim. There's always a simp. And there's always simp enforcers, right? The cops. There's always the simp enforcers, relatives, courts, courts or public opinions. Everybody's going to simp for them. So you're finding more and more that when the economy collapses, when you're having tough times and people can't pay their rents, they start running their ass to the victim narrative. And so let's give you a couple of examples of the victim narrative that women play and how not to fall for it. First one up is going to be from Clown World on Twitter, on Twitter. And this is a young woman here telling you that feminism sucks because they told us we can be equal and we can have a job. But she doesn't like the fact that she has to work equal hours at the job. All right, let's go ahead and listen to this buffoon here. Why are we not talking about how fucking sick 
a 40-hour work week is in Missouri. So you're telling me that I have to wake up at the fucking butt crack of dawn every single day, go and work somewhere that has fluorescent lighting, is cold and uncomfortable for the entirety of the day, and do that five times a week? No, like, that's fucking sick. Like, you guys are mentally ill. Like, please get diagnosed. Well, lady, I have some advice for you. I definitely have some advice for you. And it goes a little something like this. You want to pay your bills? You want to pay rent? You want to get Starbucks? You better work, bitch. You want to get groceries? You want to feed your cats? You want to watch Netflix? You better work, bitch. Something tells me her OnlyFans is incoming. Hot. All right. Her OnlyFans is going to be incoming, bruh. Like, wow. First of all, this is what feminism called for. They said you can have a job. All right. You can have a whole career. So I could focus on my career. You can have a career. You can have a job. You'll be happy. It'll be fantastic. You'll have life, your own money. But you'll have to get up and work. And then she was like, what? Nope. Not only that, the hypocrisy. She's complaining about waking up, going to a comfortable office where it's cold and fluorescent lights. Meanwhile, this is what men do for work. Let's go ahead and show you what men are doing for work, just so you can get a compare and contrast and the type of jobs she's complaining about and the type of jobs men normally have. And for some reason, it's not pulling up. Did I delete it? I might have deleted the clip. All right, so anyway. Shout out to the roughnecks out there working hard. Of course, I deleted the clip when I was going through my clips today. Oh, no, I didn't. Here you go. I don't know if you guys know those roughnecks be making six figures, bro. <laughs> Dumb guys make six figures. All right. They be making six figures living in Odessa and Midland, right? racking up the dough, going to the rig, getting that money. They be getting that money. I got money. But these are what men do. This is what jobs kind of, this is what kind of jobs men do. She's complaining about going to an office in fluorescent light and sitting there in the cold when the air conditioning, we need a man to come. Put the air conditioning down and make the heat. All right, Jesus. Terrible, man. So anyway, Clown World, give Kaylee that damn. This woman definitely looking like Master Splinter. Give Master Splinter an absolute L for this damn contribution to society right here. Yes, you got to get up early in the morning to go to work. It is so amazing how close they look to Master Splinter, too. Like, they are almost dead ringers for Master Splinter. Look. 
it's almost a dead ringer. There's almost an identical. They're almost identical, bro. Like, how in the world is that possible? Especially if they get their hair wet. Like, you look just like Master Splinter. <laughs> anyway, they be looking like muskrats. All they be missing is like the little uh the little things right here, the little uh the little whiskers. Like all she missing is the whiskers. You know what I mean? Like why do he look so mousy sometimes, bro? They be looking mousy. Anyway, I'm just telling you about what she looks like. I'm just describing her. Next up on the victim Olympics here. On the victim Olympics. Allegedly, there's a woman named Lisa Guerrero. Lisa Guerrero. I kind of remember her. I know the name. And I know she's kind of like a hot little Latina number. But that was from back in the day. Let's let's see what she's complaining about now. Reporter Lisa Guerrero says she suffered a miscarriage live on Monday Night Football sidelines. Okay, all right. Uh, when? Last week? Like, when? I mean, let me go ahead and check and see what happened here. Um, Lisa Guerrero is in her 50s. Wait a minute. Oh, the humanity. So, why is this news now? Interesting. Journalist Lisa, I mean, what are we talking about? I don't know if you guys have noticed this. Have you guys noticed this? This is just an observation. It may be wrong. Why are they always referring to something that happened to them? And it's always something between their legs. It's always like 15 years ago, somebody got some and they, they're always hearkening back to like, what does this have to do with today? But it's the victim narrative. I got a victim story too. It's my birthday too. Like, okay. I'm sure she's going to play a victim on this one. Journalist Lisa, and by the way, she suffered a miscarriage. It's sad news, sad news. But this is 20 years ago, bro. 20 years ago. P please tell me what's going on. <laughs> She's going to make a me too out of, yeah, I had a miscarriage during the game. I'm sure somebody's going to harass her or something. I know it's coming. Journalist Lisa Guerrero said she was reporting live on the sideline. Maybe she just, you know, people have podcasts. They just be talking. Uh, she suffered a, on a, reported on the sidelines of the Monday Night Football in 2003. She felt she she felt an intense pain in her stomach mid broadcast. Okay, interesting. This must be a first. When it when I felt a dampness between my legs, what did I tell you? What did I tell you? What 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 did I tell you? It's always going to source something between their legs. I mean, listen. I hate to bring this up. I, I hate to call it what it is, but there it is. I just said that. It's always going to be something between their legs just to grab your attention. Oh, wow. What? 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 Between your legs? What happened? When I felt the dampness between my legs, I thought, oh, I got my period. <sighs> Wait a minute. Like what's been happening since like the dawn of time. And then I remembered I was pregnant. All right. I was having a miscarriage. Well, that's unfortunate. It, it is unfortunate. Guerrero wrote an excerpt that people obtained from her upcoming memoir, Warrior, on January 21st. You've got to be kidding me. Bruh, this is Lisa Guerrero. Who in the hell is about to buy this book? Who about to buy this book? <laughs> who in the... Who is, who is buying Lisa Guerrero's book? I don't know what she's been doing the last 20 years. But I haven't heard anything out of her. I haven't heard a peep. But I guess she have to be important. 
Guerrero opens. Okay, wait a minute. She opens up uh, about the negativity and cruelty she experienced during her one season on Monday Night Football sidelines in her new book. Of course. Of course, there's negativity and cruelty. How come you just can't open up the book? Hey, man, I had a good career. You know what I mean? It was fantastic. But of course, at 50, you got to be like, you know what I mean? 50 rent is due. So your rent's due, motherfucker. But Guerrero said her worst, her experience was worse than anybody knew. Okay. And here she goes. I could feel blood leaking. This is what she describes. The official's bathroom was in a tunnel behind me, Guerrero recalled, adding that she told her assistant that she was going to the bathroom. Quote, he looked at me as if I was insane. They're about to throw to you, she says. If you don't know, that means they're about to go to you so you can tell us about 30 seconds of what's going on on the sideline. Hey, uh, this running back lost his shoe. He's tying his shoe. He'll be back on the next series of plays. I mean, even O.J. Simpson can pull this off wearing Bruno Molly's in the bloody gloves in the middle of Balt, uh, Buffalo. And of course, she says right here, Grell said she faced harsh bullying from the public who criticized everything from her clothes to her posture, including her, quote, MNF executive producer, Freddie Gordelli. With that in mind, Guerrero said she went on with her report despite her medical emergency. I delivered my live report. Hold up. I'm I'm really thoroughly confused as to I mean listen if this is from her book fine what in the hell kind of news is this this is news this is news I delivered my report I was dizzy and na- nauseated but reminded myself to stand straight up during our Wednesday phone calls Freddie would ring me out for bad posture the pain was a screw <laughs> okay so so the guy the guy that's your boss critiqued you for having bad posture, but you could have just said, you know, I was going through a medical emergency. She said the pain was excruciating. I heard myself mispronounce a player's name and knew I I'd hear about it later. As soon as I finished, I raced off to the interview to interview a coach. Then I headed to the bathroom. Yeah, she's a warrior for that. And then she goes into talking about what happened there, but this sounds like some victim shit. Hold up for a second. Let's give her the music. Yeah, I don't know, man. Look, there's too much. Okay, so are we supposed to say if you're pregnant, don't do no work? What are we supposed to do here? If you're pregnant, you might have something, an event like this. Maybe if you're farther along, you might have the baby on the field. Is everybody supposed to say, well, you know, man, this is crazy. I I find it crazy that people are uh, always reaching back to some some story that some somewhat makes them the victim. And that there was a male that was the responsible party. I feel bad that she miscarried. Happens all the time, B. People also self-delete their... <laughs> people automatically, they they early terminate their kids too, so I don't know what to tell you. Apparently, let's go to the last story on this one. Apparently, there's a guy named Percy... Wait, Percy Hines White. Let me go ahead and Google him real quick. Percy Hines White. He's on a show called Wednesday, which is propaganda that they've used, um, it's basically a TV show that they've used to push the woke agenda through the Adams Family genre, all right? So Wednesday, uh, they're basically tweaked the Adams Family to push Wednesday as some sort of 
emo teen, and they're going to push some feminine, uh, feminism propaganda through it. And now, <laughs> as you can anticipate, one of the male actors on the show has now been accused of doing nefarious things with several young women. Now, of course, timing-wise, timing's always interesting, right? So the timing is interesting because now he's famous. He's in the public eye. And of course, there's going to be some woman that says, hey, wait a minute. That dude I gave free peace leave to or that dude got some peace leave from me and he was a little weird. Some of these victims, alleged victims, have stemmed back from high school, if I'm not believed, if I'm not mistaken. High school peace leave. And one of the things I've been warning you about is, let's just say you're in a situation where you're trying to make something of yourself. And in high school, you're just a regular dude. You might be a Chad, a Pookie Tyrone. You're just a regular dude. And then by the time you get to college, get post-college, you hit your mid-30s, you're striding. A woman will see that and reflect back. Hey, 20 years ago, I gave him a piece of peace leave. Like what? Mm. And what I've been telling you is sometimes they'll give it to you and then they'll say, well, I consented, but I'll remove consent now. Or he was a little bit creepy. Or they'll tell you tales. He was small. He was large. He was it was crooked. He was weird. His breath stank. They'll they'll tell you some. They'll tell you something about what happened in between their legs. Like they're still gonna try to. They still go try to. <laughs> they can still try to make a story out of something that happened a long time ago. Well, he's between my legs a long time ago. <laughs> Let me get the story straight here, so I can give you the details. Several young women accused Wednesday star Percy Hines White of abuse. And shout out to everybody. Listen, I don't, I don't, I don't want people abusing anyone. I don't want women abusing men. I don't want women, men abusing women. But given the recent success of Wednesday with Jenna Ortega in the role of the Adams Family teenager, Netflix was quick to renew the series for a second season, but it may not feature Percy Hines White. The 21-year-old actor. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. 21? What that mean? This dude's a young man. Had recently been involved in a controversy on social media. A group of girls published several tweets in which they alleged that the actor and his friends would have abused them at various parties. If this is true, it says apparently... Apparently, these events would have occurred before the premiere of the fashion fiction since they took place when the performer was between the age of 17 and 20. And then they saw him get famous and they was like, hello. They was like, I got money. Everything arose from a message posted on Twitter with the hashtag hashtag cancel Percy by user uh, I don't know how to pronounce that name. It says right here, through a thread, she told how Percy Hines White and his friends leveraged their power at parties against women and even against their own partners. What? Oh my lord. What? What? Oh, the humanity. What have I been telling you? What have I been telling you? I've been saying this for a long ass time. I was like, eventually, they're going to come after dudes they gave sex to. And then they're going to say he leveraged their power. He was pushing on me. He ran game. He was not taking no for an answer. I was like, eventually, they're going to come back 
with this shit, especially in bad economies, especially as you rise up. They're going to come back with the bullshit. Now, this is going to be a stain. The dude's obviously going to lose his job over this one. All right, let me see if I can put this post up. This is allegedly her here. Um, cancel Percy. Let me hear. Let me hear what the story is. I want to hear what the story is. Maybe he's maybe he's guilty. Okay, Percy lived in Toronto, and he and his friend group, all of y'all Mac Daddies, have been known for wait, have been known for since they were like fifteen, of being predators and trying to manipulate girls into effing them and giving them nudes, etc. They were pushy, rude, abusive to girlfriends, girlfriends and girls and people in general. And then when he got a bit older, he started throwing parties in his basement, planning with his friends to explicitly invite women they thought were hot so they could get them drunk and high enough to have sex with them and lie about being high and drunk as well. At 17, two at least, I can't know what that means. At 17, two. 17-2 at least, from what I know, he will pursue, have sex with, and abuse and get friend high, it says friend high, who was 13 and 14 at the time. Oh, man, Lord. All the humanity. This sounds like high school in general, by the way. This sounds like high school. I'm not, I'm not, oh my goodness, what else she says? So last time I knew they had sex. She was 16 and he was 20. So now they're trying to do the metaphile thing. But there's something called the Romeo and Juliet law in many municipalities that will give people a little bit of a, a leeway time-wise if you went to the same school together. So you could be a senior and she, your girlfriend could be a freshman. But by the time she gets to her senior year, you're 20, 21. And they will take that in consideration. But what she's trying to say is he's a predator he went after specifically people, but it sounds like he was 17 and the girl was 14, which would be Romeo and Juliet. Okay. But what she's trying to say is they, by the time they had sex, he was 20, she was 16 as if he was a predator. See, uh, these are how, this is how people, this is how people spin things. Unfortunately. Now he, she's going to go about how she was treated because she's, she's also, she's also um, giving evidence that uh, of other people this is third party information she's using okay but now uh she says right here he assaulted me at one of those parties while i was too drunk so Mm. while i was too drunk so the problem is the problem is yes you were underage drinking it sounds like you were doing this on your i'm not giving i'm just saying she was doing this on her own she was underage drinking it always is the alcohol and you always were taking advantage of well what was he was he drunk too if he was drunk too how was he how are you not how you how are you not under control and he is and then also trying to say he was giving you alcohol but he was underage too so he he's not violating any law as well here it is right here i uh it, it says right here he assaulted me This is allegedly at one of those parties while I was too drunk. He had cornered and pressured and assaulted multiple of my friends. This dude's a beast. This dude's a beast. He has great allegations against him and he would laugh at his victims and share nudes online against girls' wills. Um, Let me see if there's some more that she needed to share here. There's some more she's here. He manipulated my friend who was 16 to go 
and have sex with him while she was also dealing with me overdosing. Oh, the humanity. And said, quote, leave her be, who cares, come F. And she did, LOL. I don't know what that means. And it says, last bit isn't as much his fault, but still a showcase of a crappy, she says, shitty character and carelessness in demanding sex with someone under age, you know. Oh, my God. This is a complicated situation. Here it is. We got the allegations. We're having the usage of people's ignorance of the law. We're having a guy that's 20 and the woman 16. They're trying to say this was what it was, but obviously you might have a little bit of leeway. Uh, there's statute of limitations that are probably you're having to deal with as well. And uh, let's see right here. There's another uh, a victim. As the hours went by, the issue was increasingly viral. And it didn't take long for more testimonies from girls with the same allegations to appear. Now, what we know is whether the allegations are true or false. Many times you have a pattern of behavior, which is you're running game. You're pressuring women into sex. They relent. They consent. And then they remove consent later or they feel like they got used and abused. They didn't get something from it. Hey, I thought I was going to get a relationship. And he just skied in my face and skedaddled. Right. So then there's a there's a sense of. There's a sense of a revenge factor now. Oh, you you making money now? I'm going to come back out with an allegation. Now, the dangers of that is the pile-on effect. The pile-on effect. Any woman that you've been sexually, uh, had a sexual relationship with can pile on. They can pile on. And they'll be like, yep, I was a victim too. I, it happened to me too. Now, it could be a reference to his character, his, his, his way he's obtaining sex from women. I get sex for free. Then, of course, they remove the consent later on or they feel victimized, or they feel used and discarded, and then all of a sudden it's not free, then you fumble a whole bag. What did the uh, next girl say? Another user, Desiree Cameron. I find this odd. I find this odd that they did not pursue this with the police. <laughs> right? As of now, they ran right to the court of public opinion. What is going on? Like... Not only that, they're jumping over grape shield laws where they can have their identity protected. They're jumping right on with their Twitter account. Another user, Desiree Cameron, detailed the terrifying experiences she had during a party with Percy Hines White. Quote, he let me get graped in his basement. And when he called me to talk about it, he was worried about the police, then worried whether I was okay, she claimed. They were not the only women who highlighted the criminal behaviors of the actor on Wednesday. That's the show. But others also wanted to share their stories. Most of them reported that the actor called them fat. Wait a minute. And other insults. And was in the habit of sending photos where he appeared naked. All this, all this matter, however has not sparked any statement either from Heinz White or Netflix. Meanwhile, given the numbers of complaints and the controversy that has arisen, there were already many voices calling for him to be fired and not participate in the second season of Wednesday. Wow. So my question is, he called them fat. Were they fat? I mean, sometimes you can describe an individual sometimes. 
You know what I mean? It's kind of a weird thing. Am I describing you or am I calling you something that you're not? But I find it interesting that this conversation keeps coming up. I give you example, example, example. And guys will till, still tell you, don't worry about all that, Sean. Sean, don't worry about that, Sean. I got the game course for you. But what worked for us as young men when we were young men doesn't work in today's culture. That's just the reality that you're going to have to deal with. The way we kind of got women, cornered them, handled objections, kind of pressured them. You get it. Talk shit about them. Kick them in the booty. Um, you know, call them names. And then you think that's going to fly today. And then you want to become someone of value, which we would call high value. And you don't think that's coming back to you. I don't know what to tell you. You got to move a little bit different. You got to move a little bit differently because young women today. I know a lot of older guys don't know. They don't mess with Gen Z girls. I do, but um, but um, but typically what happens is these girls are different from Gen X girls. The stuff that worked with us, Gen with our Gen X girls, Gen Z is completely different. They don't do stuff like this, and there's somebody they can always go to if they feel victimized. Not only that, they have a window of space where they can say, "Hey, it's been five years. I'm going to come back and sue you or embarrass you." You guys got to watch out for this. It's very prevalent in our society. So how you behave with women today could affect you. And I've been saying this for three years. And everybody's been saying, no, don't worry about it. Here we go. Another story here. Shout out to Sam X. Coke, the coffee fund. He says, there's a reason some of these guys are not winning. They can't even talk or type correctly. I know your reading is not that bad, kind of. Please give my uncle the buzzer. Just got divorced at age 70 from his second marriage and living with his 30-year-old son. Jesus. Are you listening, guys? Are you listening? My man got married two times, divorced at 70, living with his 30-year-old son. Hafiz, you got about what 40 years? Wow, Uncle Simp. <laughs> well, shout out to Uncle Simp. My man Seth Rollins says, Before wait a minute, before I ghosted, my man's here. Before I ghosted, he says, I remember getting a let me see. Did you is there something I'm missing there? You jump right in the middle of the story. He says, Before I ghosted, I remember getting a forwarded email from my ex-wife's lawyer, a three-page PDF decree stating during my custody. I cannot be seen smoking, drinking, living with a person of the opposite gender, etc. And mind you, I don't even smoke or drink while she smokes weed, drinks, and gets hella drunk in front of my used-to-be son. <laughs> he said used-to-be son in front of my used-to-be son, who's five now, was three at the time, and lives with her gump boyfriend she got with only months after my separation, insanity, how do they get away with this hypocritical ish? I vanished after that. Listen, man, the, the dude, I'm going to tell you, you guys don't realize how petty, petty XYs will be because people be like, oh, you just got divorced. That sucks. Dude, XYs be extra petty. They will put shit like that in the divorce decree and they'd be the ones doing it. <laughs> they'd be petty as hell. So this guy actually said, I'm out of here. He was like, I'll pay the child support. Uh, and, and just deal with the situation. So he called him the used to be Exxon, which is fine. There was a time where people can do what? <laughs> Shout out to the deadbeat daddies. Um, disowning your children is a thing. I'm just letting you know. 
<laughs> just owning your children is a thing. You can't save them all. Sometimes you got to disown the mother sucker. All right. Um, but anyway, that kid is kind of young. But uh, but anyway. But the hypocritical stuff is that is that what men don't understand. And I wanted to say this to you. I want you to understand. Pettiness does not run in our blood. We're not petty. But if you want to fight your ex-wife or baby mama in court, you got to go dive into a level of petty that you have never reached. Just to let you know, there's two choices. You can ghost or you can go petty, 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 Betty. There's two things you could do. And if you don't want to go petty because you're going to have to be petty, you're going to have to take the gloves off. You're going to have to bust noses. You're going to have to cuss out attorneys in the hallway. You're going to have to cuss out judges. You're going to have to file paperwork, petty paperwork. You're going to have to screenshot text. You're going to have to choose war. You're going to have to cuss out so-called child support commissioners and, and mediators. You're going to have to throw the middle finger up in the air. Or you can say, F it. You can say, F it. There is no in-between. <laughs> right, listen. There's no in-between. Because the game they're playing is in a false the court is not legit. It's only legit that you participate. So as long as you play their little game, they're happy. Y'all come on in. So so this guy, real the divorce attorney had the nerve to email him a divorce decree. Well, I guess that's part of the part of the situation. But they put in petty shit like that to irritate you. The court is not legit. It's only legit that you participate. Okay. You can buy your way out of it. You can buy your way out of it. You could just say, give them the money. Okay, whatever. Whatever. Just be a Debbie dad because you're going to be a Debbie dad anyway. Just give them the money. Okay, whatever. What, what, what do y'all want? Just give it to you. Or you could go in there and fight them, pay money, and give them money anyway. It's a, it's a king's ransom. It's basically tax uh, taxation through, th through theft. But my point is, and I'll just say this, that type of petty, petty stuff is what irritates men. But I'm telling you, you got two choices. Ghost. Or be petty. Be petty back. And I don't want to get into the child support or not the child support, the custody thing, because um, it, it, it'll turn into an 18 hour show. But the reality is that shit is non-legitimate. <laughs> what they're doing to you is somewhat even uh, most of the time they don't most of the time they don't hold women accountable in these courts. Uh, but until you're petty, the only way you get them accountable is be petty. That's the cure. Just to let you guys know. Or ghost. <laughs> Shout out to. And that goes with. And that goes with any court. Any court you're dealing with. Be petty. Do not tiptoe up. Or, do not tiptoe in there and ask them nothing. Come in there. Richard Petty. Shout out to. Hey, hit the like button. Hit the like button. Shout, shout out to Paris Francais. Showing support. We got PayPal. Acknowledging PayPal's now. But let me tell you something. If y'all went in there and be, go into court and be petty, like and initiate petty court cases, they will throw your ass out of there. Shout out to Kayla Ferguson says, what's up, coach? I thought about those clips you showed of women courtside looking at LeBron, Steph, and Kobe. Women want to say that they have morals, but they were caught thirsting over three high prominent married men. Their so-called morals can't be trusted when it comes to status. No. Um, there. I always been telling you, I, and I want you to remember this. This will help you through life because men have been told sugar and spice is everything nice. I want you to remember this. 
and remember this, write it down that this isn't sexist. Women are not the moral high code. They're not the, they're not the, they're not the moral high code. They don't hold the moral high position. But in our society, we're trained to believe that they do. But if you adopt the mindset of don't trust anybody, don't believe the idea that women are more moral than men, women are smarter than men, you can't believe that bullshit. They do not hold the moral higher code. They don't. They do, they, they're prone to do just as stupid things as a man is, is prone to do. Okay, they do not. They are not innocent. They're not victims. They're volunteers half the time. They're petty. They're they're vindictive. They have a phrase, hell have no fury like a woman scorn, meaning they'll do anything to 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 uh make themselves appear innocent, virtuous, proverbs, the whole book of proverbs. They miss that completely. Brothers, once you accept this, yeah, Adam and he, once you accept this reality, your life will be that much better and you can deal with them accordingly. But if you always run back to and Simpson, always be like, well, it was a woman. And <laughs> women don't lie. Hashtag believe all women. Women lies all the time, bro. They go up in court lying. They lie all the time. Not only that, anatomically, sexually, that's what they do. They lie. They lie on their backs. So what are we talking about? <laughs> I mean, you got to get through life with a reality. Women be lying. Matter of fact, they be lying more than men. I actually did a show on that, and I showed you the data. But what they characterize it as was, oh, they're just little white lies, or they're lies to protect another person's, you know, belief system. We lie. They, then they said they lie. Yeah, we lie more than men, but we're lying to make other people feel better. They be lying all the time, <laughs> right? Matter of fact, the report said they don't know nothing but lying. Insurance companies did a survey. To find out who lies the most on insurance claims, women. So come on, man. And never be upset about this. I'm upset about this. So anytime they open a mouth, I'll be looking at them like, anytime a woman tries to hold the, I'm a woman, I have the moral high ground. I'll be like, no, you don't. <laughs> You're easily corrupted. You're easily corruptible. All I got to do is scare you or make sure that you're not going to get no food tomorrow. You'll be, you'll lie, cheat, steal, and do all kind of shit immediately, like without any, without any hesitation. Your rent's due, motherfucker. <laughs> I mean, come on. And this isn't just because you're a woman; it's because you're a human being. Anyway, shout out to Caitlin says, Coach. Remember that clip you did? You showed of a married couple in which the husband wanted to quit his job as a pastor. I discovered, uh-oh, that the wife filed for divorce 20 years ago because she felt he didn't hold up his end emotionally. Wow. Wow. So, yeah, so, so okay, so that same woman we showed us, uh, uh, this is why I also tell you, do not trust old people. Oh, look at this old married couple. They've been together forever, and they have forever love. Dude, they, they've been through wars. They already had a divorce filed. They separated. She had a baby during the break. The husband came back, accepted that baby. You don't know nothing about your grandma and grandpa's love. Before you even got here, your grandma and grandpa was in these streets. Your grandma and grandpa was in these streets at each other's neck, up in court. Anyway, shout out to Newski says, blue face, going to lose everything over a strag, shaking my head. Come on, brothers. Anyway, shout out to the coach gang. Have a great week. Yeah, we had a great week, man. This was a great week of streams, I think. 
This is a great week. All right, great, great. I can't say it. And Newski also says, and we got two more. Then I'm going to head over to Cash App. Newski also says, CGA, have you heard of DJ Mustard's ex-wife is seeking $80,000 a month in child support for three kids? They dated for 11 years prior to marriage. They met at 19 when they both had no money. He filed for divorce after 18 months. So it sounds like they got married. They were, so they dated for 11 years. Then they end up marrying. Then shortly after they married, 18 months, they divorced. She signed a prenup. Muster's income is reported at $10 million in 2020. <laughs> Jesus. Mm. I don't even know who DJ Mustard is, but uh, that's classic, guys. That's classic. If a woman's going to see a financial come up, she's going to, who filed for divorce? You think, I think he filed for divorce. But, uh, oh, they going right to the give me the money. They going right to the give me the money. The one thing they use to leverage money is children. Children. If there's children, the broad is going to be like, hey, I'm going to get a bag. They going to get the money. You owe me money. And I'm like, why don't you give custody to the guy that's financially stable? Oh, you can't penalize me because I'm broke. Or they're going to say I gave up my life to be a mom. Or I gave up my career. All of these are lies. All of these are absolute lies. All right, but. All men pay. All men pay. And this is a praying mantis, uh, sounds like, because the kids are under a certain age. Man, you guys better figure this wicked world out. He filed for the divorce. And so it seems like then she said, as a revenge, you're going to pay me. <laughs> All right, you're going to do that to me? Well, you owe me money. I tell you, these are wicked individuals. And you must treat them as such. You must treat them as such. You can either be petty or skedaddle. Yep, it's all planned out. These are all things that they plan. And it's sad that they can't humble themselves, that they got to drag you and penalize you by holding your kids hostage and potentially, uh, potentially parental alienating them. So I always tell you this. If a woman asks for child support from you, the first, what is your first response? And then you better have a good reason as to why to do this. But I want to see if you've been trained right. So you have a baby mama terrorist, a woman using and leveraging your kids against you. What is the first thing you do? This is the first thing you do legally. Let me see here. Why he says, why can't people just watch CGA? Uh, somebody said walk away. Not necessarily. That's not the first thing you do. That, that's eventually what you might have to do. Ah, DJ Tripp got it, boy. I love my coach gang. I love my coach gang. The verbal underground got it. You don't file for bankruptcy yet. That is gonna, that's going to be something you use eventually. You're going to file for bankruptcy. You're going you're gonna to run up all the legal bills, pull the plug on everybody. <laughs> all right. The first thing you do is file for full custody. File for full custody. Well, after if it's a baby mom, paternity test. Paternity test if it's a baby mom. But if you've already confirmed that it's your children, file for full custody. That's the first damn thing you do. <laughs> you say oh we doing this great and then you stretch that shit on out are we playing this oh hell no well we everybody about to everybody about to run their pockets we about to send a whole law firm kids to college <laughs> that's what we about to do this is basically scorched earth of the courtroom because they have to address it they have to address it now, you might not get it, 
But now you've set the you've set the bar. You've pushed it way over here now because what she thinks is she thinks she's just going to push your ass and then eventually you just fall. But you go scorch earth. You go, oh, word. OK, you can't afford the kids. Great. Full custody. And then now they got to address your full custody. Why do you want full custody? We about to go to three hearings, two continuations and a whole trial. Or are we going to negotiate at the middle ground now? Because the middle ground, you guys oftentimes avoid the middle ground. I'm giving y'all game. You guys avoid the middle ground and you'll go, okay, I want 50% custody. Oh, no, 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 no. You file for full custody on that bitch. And then you go, here we go. We about to fight. <laughs> All right, let's go. We about to do this. Put up the dukes. You just might get the damn full custody. But many times you might not get it. And they old middle ground negotiate you in, hit you with that damn 50-50. And you say, exactly, sit y'all's asses down. Stop playing. And then if they don't give you the 50-50, then you'd be like, okay, cool. Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> I'm telling y'all, brothers, man, play petty with these people because they're playing petty with you. Soon as they hit you with that shit, file a motion to suspend or file full custody, file full custody. Soon as they put a motion on your ass, file since do play the legal system, play what they ask. They playing with you, play with them. <laughs> All right. And then move to another state, make their ass work. Do not give them no money for free. Make them work. I'm giving y'all game. <laughs> I'm giving y'all game. Anyway, you were like, I'm about to make y'all work. You're going to have to hire a whole bunch of motherfuckers to find me. Then represent yourself. Anything they request. Don't hand over any evidence. Make them request and subpoena everything. Subpoena every file. I want you to subpoena every file. I want the judge to request it directly. Don't give them no evidence. Don't even say anything. Then what you do is say, under the power of attorney or under my attorney-client privilege, I cannot release this information. Man, shit. Don't play with me. <laughs> and then whatever she files against you, file against her. Come on, man. And be careful what you pick. But anyway. Shout out to Body Treats. Pause. No, anyway. <laughs> All right. He says, love listening to coach while my trad wife does her duties. All right. Oh, wait a minute. You, you're, you're, wait a minute. Let me get this right. She says, love listening to coach while doing my trad wife duties. Hello. Shout out to you. <laughs> Shout out to you, my trad wives out here. Hmm. She's doing her trad wife duty. Shout out to Body Treats. Hello. I thought it was a gentleman with that name. And I was going to be like, yo, we ain't going to call you that. Your boy Scoop says, keep it up, brother. T-G-I-F in here. J-Flow. Uh, I-S is a fine XX. with. Oh, she's a fine XX with missing teeth. A deal breaker. Yes. Yes, it is. Shout out to XL Pro Services. Uh-huh. Good to see you again. We got my brother... Double D Eaton, he says, the ex keeps trying to contact me. Free agent for life. Forget that, bitch. <laughs> All right. Go up to my boy, Young Dro. One of his famous songs is FTB. Remember that. Shout out to Double D Eaton. Pause. He says, <laughs> that's a pause. Shout out to what? Hold up. That popped back up. All right. That's not what I wanted as a sound effect. I wanted this. All right. F that bitch. All right. Shout out to no government name. BH. Uh-huh. Shout out to DGC more. Thank you, brothers. Let's get back to the show and I'll come back to Super Chats. 
on the next one. Let's get back to the show. We got the art of manipulation is learned at a very young age. Be warned. Be warned. The art of manipulation is real. And I often tell you that children are some of the great manipulators of the world. And thus, we allow this to go on for so long. Many times we tell you young women learn their first person to manipulate to be their patriarch, their father figure. Okay. And there's some data to go on about this because what will happen is people will say children don't manipulate. Babies don't manipulate. Oh, surely they do. You've ever seen a kid fake cry? <laughs> yes, they, that's manipulation. Many people will say, no, they're trying to get a need met. No, it's manipulation. Let's take you to a young lady. All right, this is a young darling, a young child. In the early forms and stages of manipulation, she's throwing the temper tantrum and whatnot. And what we're going to see here in this clip is her with her babysitter falling, filing a false accusation to the mother to get her way, to get her need met. And of course, we are using a young woman to demonstrate the art of manipulation is learned at a very young age. All right. This isn't to highlight children in any way. So calm down with that one. That's only you're going to say that only because you don't like me. But let's go to the scene here. Uh, the scene of the crime. All right. This is a young lady right here. She's going to give you the fake cry and she's recording herself. They figured out how to record themselves fake crying. Send a, a text to the mother and then get a response that they want. Let's play it. So what's happening here in this scene is that this is a young girl with her babysitter, her babysitter. She's not getting her way with her babysitter. So she records herself on the iPad, sends the message to the mom crying. And then the babysitter is basically like, what, what, what's going on here? And they get away with this stuff. And this is why women do this over a period of time, because we say, oh, the poor, the poor woman's crying. Obviously, she's been victimized. Not necessarily true. She's been doing something. She's been doing something devious, gets caught. And then in the middle of getting caught, then she plays the victim. Ah, I'm crying. I want to shoot myself. I want to jump off a building. Oh, my. They act like they're going to hurt themselves or they've been hurt. Guys, this is what young women do. They're, not only young women, adult women do this because. Many of them don't mature and they do this and the world stops. The world stops when women do this. For some reason, I don't know why you keep doing this. <laughs> and for some reason, women keep playing the victim because the world stops, especially if it's a white woman or she got long stringy hair. Oh, it's automatic. It's automatic. The world going to stop. Oh, obviously somebody did something to you. Terrible. No. Sometimes they're doing for revenge. Sometimes they seek out. Sometimes they seek and destroy. Sometimes they're vindictive. Okay. And sometimes they're doing it to get their way. It's crazy, but the society is weak and they never really grasp that they do this. I don't understand it. And then there's this whole thing. Uh, uh, you see on Twitter, they'll show a guy getting hit. The woman's just punching the shit out of him, right? Not causing any damage, but gaslighting him and physically abusing him and assaulting him, which should be criminal. The guy gets tired of it and he knocks her out. He finally says equal rights, equal lefts. She obviously was the instigator. In 70% of cases where there's physical domestic violence, the woman is the instigator in, in these situations. And oftentimes she looks like the victim. I did an entire show on that. I'm not going to show you the evidence. But if you're new here, 
figure it out. All right. It's the truth. Here's the thing. By the, when the guy does that, everybody starts saying, well, he should have walked away. Ah, uh, he should never hit a woman. It, uh, she wasn't hitting them that bad. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold up for a second. Like, what does all of that mean? Like, how does that solve the situation? Well, at least if he just walks away, she stops hitting him. And then what? And then what? <laughs> like, what now? What, what happens now? Well, he's the bigger man. No, 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 no. He was assaulted. He was assaulted still. Well, it was just baby punches. He, she was just paintbrushing him. But, but she was assaulted. <laughs> Does she go to jail? Should she be arrested? Nobody solves that problem. Nobody says, well, she should be arrested right on the spot. And he should walk away. He should call the police and have her arrested and prosecuted. What happens if he walks away? Nothing. We just let her keep doing it. Then what happens? How does she learn? How does she learn what she's doing wrong? And then eventually she's going to play the victim. Oh, because her scars are going to be bigger than the scars that he could ever give her. So the problem is the simp culture says the solution is not to punish her. Ah, she's not doing anything. No harm, no foul. Then they never learn and they do it to the next guy. This is where we're going to get in toxic relationship conversation. They do it to the next guy and the next guy. Then finally a guy says, I ain't playing that game. And he be he, and he's petty to her in court, or he decks her, or he files for full custody. Then they start asking you, "Well, what are you doing? What are you doing?" They'll blame you for being just as petty as her. They'll blame you for using what she's using against you. You see what I mean? You almost can't win. So it's one of these things in our society. Unfortunately, feminism has pushed for equality. Men are starting to give them equality, and they don't like it. They don't like it, which proves. What they're after, they're after your submission. They're after your double standards. They're after basically just um, uh, getting you in catch-22s where they get away with stuff continually and you still have to pay the bill. That's what they're after. That's what feminism was after. Let me see here. Uh, let's go to the next one. Young woman in a committed relationship runs the gauntlet, which I call the gauntlet, a series of men that they've given their bodies to. We call that the gauntlet. Sometimes they'll go through a 304 phase where they'll just be like, ah, my piece leaves itching. Then they'll just go bang. <laughs> Under the cover of night, you will, you will not even know about this. We call this the gauntlet. So she runs the gauntlet uh, with four men, and she ends up pregnant, but she doesn't know who the pappy is. I'm a pappy. Train. Let's go to the story. <laughs> right? Let's go to the story. This woman runs. She doesn't get a train ran on her. She just goes on a 304 phase. All right, so wait a minute. That ain't it. Here it is right here, according to the love that expert. She says, this is right here. Slept with four men in one week. Slept with four men in one week. Guys, when they do this, uh, typically, typically, if you study social and pseudosciences and biology, when do they typically do something like this? It is typically around ovulation. Ovulation is a period where a woman can get pregnant. This is your biology lesson. We don't just teach, we don't just teach manhood and masculinity and teach you about the false effects of feminism. We teach you biology and the fake pseudosciences. Right around ovulation is when her body tells her somebody needs to impregnate one of these eggs. Thus, they'll become more promiscuous. They'll display themselves more. Many times they may wear white clothing. 
even though they may get soiled later on during the week, maybe. But as ovulation ensues, the body and nature says, you're in heat. Find somebody to knock me up. And behaviors change. She now gets a little more horny and starts telling you to slide through. And then, whoops, I'm pregnant. So then what happens is there's only a small window of chances that she can get pregnant. Typically, two days up to five days. Everybody keeps saying I'm wrong, but look it up. The five-day window, the, the, the days increase simply because there's DNA material inside of her already. That will increase the days. She only really has a two-day window. The window's only two days. But if there's already some material within her, that increases the days, meaning there was somebody just, the, the, the sperm just waiting for the egg to drop out of the fallopian tube and bam. Or the fallopian tube's just hanging around just for an extra little bit and bam. All right, so there's only a small, small window in that ovulation period. She will be getting cheeks clapped. She'll go in a three or four phase. <laughs> and this woman's going to, I know people think I'm lying. This woman's going to prove it. This is going to prove it right here. Listen to the story. It says, let's read it. Slept with four men in one week. Please keep me anonymous. Of course. I started dating my boyfriend last August. Oh, where is the love here? What a loving story. They started dating last August. Everything was great between us. See, it could be great and your girl can be lost. So around November, I started having sore breasts. December, I didn't see my period. Mind you, all those months we started dating, we never used protection. Okay. These are all things that I've confirmed to you. And he had busted big nuts inside of me, but I continued seeing my period. This woman doesn't know her body yet. <laughs> around December, I went home. I hooked up with an ex-lover, and we had Roski, drunk, passionate intimacy. Of course, she was in the committed relationship. And she says, I don't know if he pulled out or not. Mm. Man, I'm going to tell you, this must be a bird. How do you know a guy didn't? How do you know? I mean, how do you not know? These people are not doing it right. How do you not know? I don't know if he pulled out or not. I Listen. There would be matter everywhere if he did pull out. He would have shot up the room and the club, the walls, the sheets, and all that. There would be areas. If he, if there's not matter, he shot up the club. Mm. <laughs> all right, let's get into these. What's wrong with people? This is her plausible deniability. So she cheated on her boyfriend. Where's the love? She had drunk Roski sex with her ex-lover. And she says, you can judge me for this. You can judge me for this. And we will. I know it's a bitchy behavior. Yes, it is. It's low life behavior. Few days after that, I met another guy. We had Roski sex. That one, that one confessed. Oh, he confessed that he nutted inside of me and I didn't do anything. So we're up to three men. We're up to three guys. <laughs> Hey, but love lasts, coach. Coach, what are you talking about, coach? Love lasts. Here it is, committed relationship, ex-boyfriend, and also, this is in a week, guys, and then another guy, another guy. Oh, the humanity. Went Roski all up in them guts. So she's got three raw dogs already. Who's the next Who's the next victim? Oh, by the way, these men got sex for free, by the way. Mm. 
I don't have to pay coach. I get sex for free. <laughs> this is what free sex turns into. All right. Cause this, these are type of skeezers you in the three or fours you deal with. You be following dude, by the way, guys never underestimate the likelihood that you're following another guy or another guy's following you up. Who's ever been in that situation. Once you know, you know, once you know, you know, meaning the girl was with you and she says, oh, damn. Sharing a story from a friend of mine. As he finished up with the woman, she's leaving and she says, damn, now I got to go to his house and act like I wasn't just getting my brakes beat off of me. Meaning the woman just finished with one guy who was her hookup free guy. She goes back to her guy who she's dating or the other free guy or the relationship guy and going, mm, now I got to go to his house and act like I wasn't just giving up the breaks. <laughs> it's just like, yo, guys, once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. Once you see women do that, you'd be like, wow, these people scandalous. Y'all be swallowing. Y'all be tasting other dudes, kids. Let's go into the story again. She says she didn't do anything, meaning that she didn't take any plan B because it'll mess up my hormones. On Christmas, I met up with another ex. Oh, my Lord. This is all the humanity. Slept over at his place and we had raw doggy sex. Right now, I'm pregnant. I don't know who might be the father of my baby. I told my boyfriend, so right now he's so excited about the pregnancy. Oh, I really don't know what to do. I'll read the comments. Yikes. Holy mackerel. Guys, this thing is so common. This is a common story. Mm. Yeah. You know what? I'm the pappy. Yeah, I'm the pappy. Let's get to these super chats. What are y'all going to do out here? I know y'all be mad at me. Y'all be mad at me for dropping this on y'all because y'all be looking at y'all girlfriends like, hey, if your girlfriend ever dis disappears, let's say you were a goofball that has a long distance relationship. Monday through Thursday, she texting you. She texting you all day, all night. I can tell you how I feel about you night and day. Friday comes up, Friday after about 4 o'clock, she go ghost, missing. Friday, Saturday morning, she don't hit your ass up until Saturday at 2 p.m. Oh, you know, I was with the girls, we got drunk, and we slept in. Translation, she ran the gauntlet. Don't you trust me? Saturday, she, she hitting you up. Saturday, 2 o'clock. Three o'clock, four o'clock, texted your ass. Did she go ghost? Oh, where'd she go? Where's she going? Are oh, we going out with the girls? You don't hear from her ass till Sunday at three. <laughs> oh, I went to brunch and we had mimosas. We finally recovered from the crazy weekend. Right? Yep. Train Yang. I would never do that. I'm not that type of girl. Yeah. Big Mo shaking my head. BWs are acting up. First blue faces girlfriend is acting up again, of course. And young Miami telling the world she loves golden showers. Yeah, we're we're in the end. We're in the end times in terms of what, what are we supposed to do with this information, guys? Some people are nasty out here. 
MC Hamster says it's a neco economics economics collapse, a economics collapse for these 304s. Indeed, drop that net. Barbecue in there. Blue Baggins, wait a minute. She thinks 40 hours a week is a lot. Free agent lifestyle for life. What's up for the weekend? What's up, nigga? What's up for the weekend, nigga? Sheldon Williams, I can't stand these jealous Mitch ninjas trying to shame you for having a dog. <laughs> Somebody doing that? Owning a dog is one of the most masculine things a man can do. For men, a dog is a utility. He says the compa- the compassion, wait, the companionship is a bonus. Dude, dudes are, I don't know what, the, uh, they shaming me for having a dog. I didn't know. I mean, they did initially. Oh, you're a dog bomb. Like, dudes are weird. I think dudes are women now. <laughs> dudes be out here being women. We need that. We need to fix dudes. Like, dog, there's a phrase, the dog is a best man's best friend. They were like, a dog is a man's best friend. So it's not as if, a, like, it's not like a woman has a dog. A woman has a dog simply because she might need the dog for therapy. Right? Mm. It's my therapy dog. <laughs> she ends up with multiple cats. It's not the same. It's not the same. It's weird. Shout out to Shot X says, shout out to the coach in the coach game. King Uru head coach. If a woman allows her man to go to the junior college with a fistful of 20s from time to time, is she a keeper? Well, I think all women. <laughs> this is going to be, this is sound misogynist, but they all agree with this if it was agreeing with them. I think all women should have a polygynous relationship with men. Absolutely. If you want your man to be happy, if you want your man to be happy, invite another woman over. It's simple. And then what you do is you just leave and go shopping. Let him have his fun. He'll love you long time. He'll love you a long time. Y'all want to know a secret, ladies? Hey, ladies, hit, hit one in here if you want to have a secret. I'm going to tell y'all a secret. I'm going to tell y'all a secret to keeping your man happy. Oh, see, here come the selfish women. Here come the selfish women. I know. Watch this. I'm going to tell you a secret to making men happy. <laughs> ladies, press one. I know you're here. They be in here all quiet. I see it. Look, here they come. Here they come. Now, as soon as I said press one, I know you're in here. <laughs> he says, I did that and then made him stay with her. He says, now he's mad at me. Okay, I'm going to tell you all a secret. Listen up. This is how this is how this is how men and women work differently. Shout out to Genetic Week. He says, have a nice weekend. This is how men and women work differently. See, a man, this is something that sounds weird. A man can be with a whole nother woman while being with his main woman. You know, this is why you have hierarchy. A man can have his woman. He can go have the thrills with another woman and come back to his main woman and be like, I love you, honey. You're the best. It actually makes the situation better for you. Because if he doesn't, you're going to have to pony up. You're going to have to do most of the ankle grabbing. You're going to have to do most of the work. He he essentially is going to put the onus on you. He's going to say, you ain't dropping that neck. He's going to beg you. You're going to be like, oh, I smell like a bag of onions. He's going to be like, hey, he's going to have all this pent up energy. But if he goes and runs him a girl for about 30 minutes, he'll come back right to you. Be like, I love you. He'll come back hugging you. You're going to be like, 
baby, I love you. Oh, my goodness. You're the best. You're the best woman for me. He going to be happy as a mother sucker. He going to be happy. He going to love you more. He going to love you a long time. Now, you're going to say women can do that, too. They cannot. They cannot. Because if, in fact, you say the woman, you, the woman, you go over there and get the brakes beat off of you. You come back to your husband. You're going to start an argument with him. You're going to hate him. You're going to hate how he breathes. You're going to be like, this dude's terrible. The other dude held me and hugged me longer. You're going to avoid him. You're going to start an argument. You're going to be sneaking out to see him. Women cannot love. They, they, they cannot serve two masters. So whoever's been giving access, the last person to access is thus the master. And the, na the previous dude is not the master no more. <laughs> it's over for him. Yeah, it's over for that man. She cannot do it. She will see that dude as less than. It is what it is. They can't compartmentalize. We can go. Whew, we can go over there and get our little release. The woman says it in the video. We can go get our little release. It had nothing to do with love. We can forget that woman. We can discard her, toss her to the side, keep her in a harem. We can pay her. We can have her way over there. And all she is is that. And he can come home to you and he'll drop the money off that he'll give you. It was just a bust. I just wanted to, I just wanted to get that out. See, that's the secret. That's the difference. But unfortunately, in our time, it's it's changing. A lot of men act like the women, and a lot of men women act like the men out here sexually, and a lot of men act like the women sexually. They be out here, oh, you're mine. The girl is mine, mine, mine. If I let him see, you're a controlling son of us. This woman in here is controlling. I want you to listen to how controlling they are. If I let, if I let him, if I allow him, what are you talking about? Let. If I let him do this and let him do that, that's why y'all be losing y'all dudes. See, y'all don't know what's up. I'm Listen, we're going to do the CGA 52 point inspection program. Listen, I'm going to market this next month, next month, right before Valentine's Day. You know, right in time for Valentine's Day, ladies, the CGA 52 point inspection program. We're going to have a training program for ladies. I know there's a couple of sisters that even you married women, married women, you're fine, too. I'll still inspect you, but I'll have your husband's permission. Uh, you got to get permission from. But y'all ladies got to realize why y'all be losing men. Y'all lose men. Because y'all think y'all own men. If I let him and I allow him. Yeah, that's why that's why dudes don't like y'all. <laughs> that's why dudes don't like y'all. And the reality is, if you really wanted to know, ladies, men don't really like you. I'm just letting y'all know. But this isn't anything new. We really don't like you. We put up with you. But I'm hurting feelings today. Hey, that woman named whoever her name is Jahai or Jai. You, you need some training. You need some training. We really don't like you. It's kind of like, eh, how do I put up with this person? <laughs> you just kind of tolerate them and be like, oh, my, okay. Some dudes over tolerate them and they end up in toxic relationships. You'll see it when we get to blue face. You just be like, oh, God, I can't tolerate this, but I can't get away from them. Men don't really like y'all. Mm. We don't. 
Somebody says, speak for yourself. Speak for, speak for yourself. Okay. I like women. They're my best friend. I'm looking for my best friend. <laughs> this stupid dude. Speak for yourself. I really like them. I like hanging out with them. I like talking to them. He and his feelings. I told you. I guarantee you he's under 24. He's under age 24. That dude is under. He's a, he's a Gen X millennial. I like them, coach. I like to hang out with them all the time. My best friend or female, this guy. I bet you you don't have no hobbies. I bet you you don't own a firearm. <laughs> you don't know how to shoot a firearm. You don't know how to skin a snake. You don't have a bike. You don't own a bike. No type of bike. No motorcycle. No nothing. I bet you you can't throw a Frisbee. I bet you you don't even have, know how to load up, uh, put your put a worm on a, a, a fishing hook. I bet you you don't know how to do nothing. You don't own a drill. No ladders, no nothing. No step stools, nothing. You don't have a damn screwdriver. All you have is a butter knife, all right, for a screwdriver. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, you live with your mother. I mean, listen, come on, bro. <laughs> you ain't never changed the tire in your life. Nothing. You sit, you pee to sit down to pee? I swear to God, you people, man. You haven't played basketball in about 15 years. You haven't made no teams. I guarantee you, you wasn't on no sports teams. You didn't make no teams. You got cut from every sports team, even the track team. <laughs> I guarantee you, you got cut from the track team. <laughs> All right. Speak for yourself. No, I made freshman. I made freshman B team. Yeah. I like them. They're wonderful. <laughs> he got fired on this day off. Yikes. He probably don't eat meat or nothing. I bet you you don't have a tape measure. I bet you you don't have a tape measure. You for certainly don't have a tape measure. Go into your go into your toolbox right now, sir. Oh, what toolbox? Yeah. Go into your toolbox and pull the tape measurer out. I bet you you don't got one. Find me a level. Do you have a level? Do you own a level, sir? That's why you like women. I and, and don't don't get me wrong. I bet you you have at least eight pillows on your bed, but you don't have no damn tape measure. <laughs> no stud finder or nothing. And you got the nerve to come over here and tell me. I bet you you got them little furry things on your toilet. Your toilet bowl, your little commode. You got them little furry. You got that little furry thing when you lift it up. You got that fur thing on the seat. And you got it by the damn. <laughs> anyway. Y'all dude out there, you got stuffed animals in Scooby-Doo. You got Scooby-Doo stuffed animals. You got your stuffed animal from when you was five on your bed with eight pillows. I guarantee you, you do. <laughs> All right, anyway, let me stop. Hey, man, shout out to the guy. But you want to come in here and try to check me. And I got a whole toolbox. I got a whole Milwaukee toolbox. I got every toolbox over here. You got zero tools. None. <laughs> all right wow man what are we doing with men today man we need to start we need to start checking dudes and being like all right if you ain't got this turn your man card in today but you want to tell me about how much tail you getting out here man we need to stop with the bs 
Stop qualifying these dudes. Shout out to Derek says at what specific time is the local stream on Sunday, 9 a.m., nine roughly 9 a.m. on the West Coast, noon on the East. We try to go before kickoff. <laughs> All right, JC says, I bet some of y'all be clutching the pillow at night waiting for the next CGA episode to drop. Help me, coach. I'm weak. My heart hurts. No hobbies. Do you have a bicycle? No, not a trike. Do you have a bicycle? Do you have a scooter? Do you have a motorcycle? <laughs> oh, my goodness, bro. Like, for real, man. Now, don't mean you have to ride every day, but damn, do you not ride one? Do you not even do one? To, do you know how to crank one up? Man, well, sit your ass down. <laughs> he said, no pocket knife, no nothing. No jammy. I got the jammy right here. I can't show it on YouTube. I can't flash it, but. Do you know how to eject the magazine from a handgun? Sit down, bro. Sit down. Do you know how to use a bow and arrow? Not nothing. These dudes, these dudes don't know nothing. How many books you own in your house? Zero. Nope. Come on, man. If the electricity went out, where's your flashlight? How how far away from your bed is the flashlight? Because you're gonna need the damn thing. <laughs> how far away is your flashlight but you got game meanwhile the lights go out you turn into a fool what happened can you tie a knot can you tie a bow <laughs> but i got game we gonna have to have a masculinity correction because y'all been getting false information about masculinity y'all think you're gonna be alpha Guys, the alpha alphas, there's very few alphas on this planet. You'll find them. When you find them, you'll you'll if you think you're an alpha, you'll find out fast if you're really an alpha. You need to be masculine. We need a masculine correction. And and, and women don't make you masculine. Having women don't make you masculine. At all. Liking women doesn't make you masculine. It doesn't make you more of a man. Doesn't make you grown up. I'm on my grown man shit because I like to hang around with women. That doesn't make you a grown man. How many suits do you own? Zero. I mean, come on. Dudes, dudes don't even own suits. Not the ones from the men's warehouse either. Have you got a suit tailor-made to fit? Cut specifically for you with your damn initials somewhere located in that suit. Zero. And you talk about man, no boots. You don't own no boots, not Timberlands, no steel toe boots. You own nothing. Men own nothing. We got to get back and correct it. Get a tailor suit, not that shit off of JC Penney's. How many nice pair of shoes you got compared to your Jordan collection? None. You don't have no slippery shoes. <laughs> no slippery shoes. You need to have a pair. You need to have a couple of pair of slippery shoes. And one pair of Italian leather shoes. Ata like real leather from Italy. JC Penny ass shoes. <laughs> right? Come on, man. We got the look, we're gonna do the masculinity correction course. Let's put women to the side for a minute. Once you start doing these things, you will really realize you don't really like women, right? <laughs> you gotta have at least three pairs of pimp socks. Come on, man. We, we need to catch we, we need to catch these dudes up. We need to catch these dudes up.
Dudes are in here looking at their inventory right now. Oh, damn, what the hell? But you want to tell me y'all running game? I, I swear to God, y'all can't even, you can't even spritz cologne on, right? I mean, come on, man. You still getting the cologne out of the sample packet. Spread that shit on. You put the sample packet, you know, get the sample. You run it up to every department store. You have samples. You guys can't use sample pack. You get samples when you buy cologne. <laughs> they give you a bag full of samples. We need to correct men. He says you reacted to a podcast coach. Oh, anyway, let's get to it. Yeah, man, you about to get to it. Be patient. Rome was a built in the day. What are we doing here? Here's a woman here. So ladies don't say, oh, you just talk about women. I just went in on men for a good 20 minutes and they need it. Men need it for real. And that will help you out, ladies. So the ladies was catching wreck until that dude came in with his cape. All right, so here we go right here. Uh, here's a woman saying she's paying to restore her virginity. All right, so this is what we're doing today, guys. This is what you guys want me to go roll the dice on. All right, roll the dice on these type of people. I hate, I hated my first time of intimacy, so I paid 10K for surgery to restore my virginity. Hey. This is what y'all be chasing after, man. This is what y'all doing. She's like, back to the future, Doc. Brown, Doc Emmett Brown, to the to the rescue. We're gonna just go ahead and roll that cock carousel. You know that time where I was riding the cock carousel. We're gonna roll it all back. Let's pull it all back. I'm a virgin again. This is gonna be a new thing. Speaking of new trends, we have this trend where this woman is out here, a whole menace to society, and she's allowed to speak. This woman is identifying as trans canine. Yes, you heard that right. Trans canine. And I've been warning you about this for several years. And I showed you a picture. Remember, I showed you that one picture. I was like, I can't even show you the toys that she has. Some of it's shaped like, you know what, dog's anatomy. She says right here, I'm wifey goals. And now that other girls have been messaging me and telling me that they also like me. All right. She says, I'm going to make it normal for girls to have relations with doggies i think this is the best way to stop women from cheating on their men or on wanted unwanted teen pregnancies i will save them this is a menace this is a whole menace to society okay now she's not the first one to do this there's actually if you really go to the dark web you'll find that this is somewhat common well what was it attila the hun and the horse i can't remember that who who it was but I got to scroll down here. I got to actually take it off the screen to scroll down and show you. Um, here's another person right here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Look, y'all think this is a joke, man. This is a skit. This is a skit. This is what we deal with sometimes, man. This person right here allegedly says, hashtag dog lover, hashtag trans canine. And she says, you inspire me. You see this right here, right? And this is a woman with, bruh. Hey, man. I can't say too much. This is YouTube. I can't say too much. This is YouTube. But. Now, don't get mad at me. This is all out here on the Internet. And of course, you know, people hear this and this is what your dog's looking like here. 
Yeah, we need a great reset. <laughs> we, we need a great reset. So this is the type of stuff that women left at their left on their own vices or devices. Um, <laughs> you should see the memes. Scooby-Doo got something to say as well. Scooby-Doo has something to say about this as well. Gulp. All right, Scooby-Doo is like, wait a minute. Well, he's like, Scooby-Doo. Oh, row. And of course, we definitely need to get Thanos on the phone. Hey, sapidly, Thanos. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. <sighs> man, what a world we live in, man. The world is weird. And of course, we're keeping saying that these people are the moral high ground. Man, there's evil people. There's an evil world we live in. Shout out the future. There's evil people on all genders. So we just don't want to show you that there's evil from men and evil from women. There's evil people. And you got to do your due diligence. You got to do your due diligence. Let's get to Christian and Blueface. If you don't know these two individuals, Blueface, I believe, is a rapper. Christian is, I don't know what to describe as them, but they are the new toxic couple of the decade. And so this is her. Apparently, she's a very talented athlete. He is a rapper of some sorts, and he's had all kind of trouble. I believe they're on a reality show. I don't know the name of the show, but they seem to be in some sort of toxic relationship. Now, let me just say this. A lot of men and women choose toxic relationships many times because people are fascinated with either strags or street meat, and many women are fascinated with the thug element. And particularly, when you're talking about black community relationships, women tend to hone in to thugs or people who portray the thug. So this is going to create a toxic element. They keep being attracted to it, which we understand because as a man understand, guys are attracted to booty when they're younger, right? So they will pick toxic women and don't vet them. And so you will say she's thick. There was actually something on Twitter, which I was going to show you, but I lost it, where it was a group of five women. And I think all of them were black, various shades. And they had them numbered one, two, three, four, and five. And then they said, which one you picking? I swear to God, all the all five of them women look like scab peeling skeezers to me. I was like, none. <laughs> all right. But the comment section was lit. The comment section was group number five. There was like four and five. Like, I'm looking at these women like none. These women look like low lives to me. Like, oh, uh, man, I was like, I wouldn't even let these people in my to my house. But for some reason, men are infatuated and lustful of women. So this is what happens. These toxic relationships persist. Now, the toxic relationships exist and they go further because people have an idea that relationships are work. Oh, relationships are work and you have to go through the bad times too and then enjoy the good times. I don't necessarily believe in that. I believe relationships are work, but they should be relatively easy. You should have some disagreements, but you're not, you shouldn't have knockdown, drag out affairs. And in and, and what tends to happen is, and I wrote down some notes here I'm going to go to before we get into the podcast. People learn about toxic love from these sources. Number one, their mothers. Okay, we know that 80% of men and women grow up in single parent households, particularly the single mother. Many times you will see her in and out of toxic relationships. More specifically, many times your father will be in a toxic relationship with your mother. So through the mother and through the father or through the mother and her various streams of men that she will be with while you're underage, 
you will learn that toxic relationships are normal. In my day, it was not um, unlikely that we would see people in all-out fist fights in the community. Who grew up? Who grew up in a time? Now, I don't know if this is prevalent today, but I grew up in a time where the boomers, they would have, if you knew a boomer black couple in the inner city, they would have scraps. Like they'd be in love for 28 days and then one day, they be sipping on E&J, Bartles and James. They'll go out and drink on the Henny, Crown Royal. And one night, they go into some Ike and Tina shit. And you be like, furniture be moving. Furniture be moving. All you hear is tables, sofas, everything in the kitchen, falling out the cabinet. Crisco, or, uh, uh, women pouring grits on dudes. And as a kid, you sitting there like, and the boomer parents will be at each other's throat. The man won't be beat, abusing the women. The woman, it will be a, it will be like Thomas the Hitman Hearn versus Marvin Hagler. It would be like, it would be like, wow, I paid for this event. They be at each other just going crazy. Like, wow. I don't know if this happens much today. I don't, you know, Generation X was the opposite of that, although they had their forms of it as well. But through your parents and family, you've seen toxic relationships. And then you also seen them have good times. So in your mind, that's just part of relationships. That's toxic. That's toxic. Relationships are not supposed to be like that. They're not. All right. You're not supposed to have any of those things. No abuse, no physical abuse, no verbal abuse, no talking down to, no disrespect, no fronting you out in front of friends, male or female. None of these things are supposed to occur. But we accept them. Oh, you front me out in front of my friends. Well, F you be in. No, no, no. It's not supposed to happen. Taking you out in court, undermining you. These are all things that you've learned from your family as love. Oh, this is part of love. And you will hear it in movies, media, and, and, and music. So the music will talk about those things. All right. The music will talk about the breakup to make up. The breakup to make up. All right. Being toxic. Hit them up style. All right, waiting to exhale. Take your shit. Take your shit. Right, these things. You know what I mean? And we think, oh, that's just how relationships work. It is not. This is toxic. <laughs> relationships are not supposed to be break up to make up. All right, it's not supposed to be you're out at each other's neck and then, oh, we made up and everything worked out and I'll give. No, it's not. You're not supposed to be calling to the police to your residence. Not even once. And then making up and bailing the guy out after falsely accusing him, sending them to jail, and then going to bail him out. It's not supposed to work like that. That is not a relationship. But people think that that's part of relationships. Guys, that's over. It's over when you do that. That person is not in love with you. You have a parasite and you have a toxic relationship. Okay? Not only that, we've also learned that women particularly will highlight toxic relationships. I can tina. Okay. And she was somewhat abusive. Okay. They got, did they get me? <laughs> you know what I mean? She was somewhat abusive as well. But we always say to her, she was the one that was the victim. So we'll allow this victimization to go out, go, go on and on. And she's always going to be the victim. Thus, thus, we have this understanding that, that, that the guy is always the one. But many times the guy is the one caught in the relationship. He can't get rid of her. 
So you had Ike and Tina, but then you had Bobby and Whitney. What happened in Bobby and Whitney? Bobby and Whitney, we thought Bobby was the toxic one and Whitney was the victim. However, after further review, Whitney was the toxic one and Bobby was the victim. After further review. And then the evidence is very clear. She was the one that was the poison. But for years and years as they were alive, we didn't realize it. We were like, Bobby, oh, he's a bad influence. And she was the one. Same thing with this, this one. Blueface is aggressive towards her. We'll show you. But it, it is, in fact, he's being held hostage by this woman, Krishan. And we'll show you the evidence of that. Last couple of things. Love is not defined. If you ask 10 people what love is, they will come up with 10 different definitions. Thus, somebody can say a toxic love is a form of love. People will say, if the man's not hitting you or yelling at you, he doesn't love you. A man will say, if I am not beating on my woman and controlling him and running game and holding masculine frame, if I'm not dominating you, then I don't love you. We have very, very toxic views of love. Last point that people will underestimate, substance abuse. Substance abuse. We really don't really deal with this issue. And substances meaning drugs, weed, yes, and also alcohol, pills. These things are very much the reason why people are toxic. And thus, both of them might be participating in substance abuse. Then one person gets clean. The other one does not. The other one's substance abuse goes off the charts. And I'm going to show you that this person, Krishan, allegedly is a very abusive, drug abusive person or alcohol. The other person will stay to try to cope. This is why I told you yesterday. If someone's depressed, if someone's in substance abuse and you're there and they say, I want you to be here to help me, do not help them. Get away from them. Do not help them because this person is sick. They're sick in the head. And they're going to blame you or hold you hostage to their misery. So do not help people like this. And do me a favor. Help me with the like button. Let's show you these two individuals. And we'll start off with the podcast, the 21 Jumper podcast. All right. Um, I got a lot of videos to show you. A lot of videos to show you. But I got a queue up, queued up, Dre. So, uh, so we're going to start with this one. Apparently, they were on the 21 Jumper podcast. All right. And um, here they go right there. And uh, this guy, I don't know who this guy is, but I was like, wow. And look at this per boy. We really are misled in our community. I'm going to tell you that. Our community, uh, the, the, not our. Y'all's community is a mess. Like the, the imagery and the, the things that we latch on to is just weird. All right. Let's, this is just weird to me. Yes, I'm an Uncle Tom too. All right. Let's see here. So uh, what you want to pay attention to, this is Blueface. His fiance or girlfriend or wife, I don't know what it is, is Krishan. She's here. She was there, but she's been moved off the set. All that's going to do is add fuel to the fucking fire. No. No. So she's on the floor. Blueface comes to check on her. And security is going to escort her out of the building. I'm sorry. The podcast is no jumper. Not 21 jumper. The podcast is no jumper. Let's continue. Josh, whatever it is, I mean, you would, it's good. Hey, Josh, how's the camera? How's the TV? Is it good? 
That's gonna be it viral. <laughs> He's a broke. He's a broke. So this is her. This is who I I know people that are in relationships with educated women, and those women act just like this. It's sad. Look at it. Look at this. Look at this. Oh my goodness. Now, I'm sure she's going to accuse the uh, security team of sexual assault. You know, that's coming up. So I got a couple more things to show you here. That was just the thing on the podcast. How did they get to that point? Well, here it is right here. This is how they communicate with each other. Let's go ahead and show you. Show you that I got to I got to always change the settings before I show it to you because I can't scroll down Twitter because Twitter allows nudity. But this is them previously. And we're going to show you other instances. If you're reminded, we're going to show you other instances. This is just yesterday. So there she is. Both of these two people, they deserve each other. She was talking about me. And then I called you a bitch. Yeah, we got to say, we gotta, we gotta say what led up to and that, though. We can't just say that. Off, Why you know? say that to your did man, though? Thank you. That's yeah. your man. Let's answer that. Like, think about it. Don't you think that, like, put Okay, like, my man called me a bitch. So why are you there being you a bitch? Go. Like, why hey, are you being a bitch? That's still your man. He got to call me a bitch? That's your man. Okay, that's weird. That's your man. That's weird. If he called me a bitch, you're a bitch, too. You're a bitch, too. weird. If You're a bitch, too. You're a bitch, too. You're a bitch, too. You're a bitch, too. Well, this is, seems like a wonderful woman, doesn't it? Seems like a wonderful human being. By the way, Blueface is allegedly worth four to five million dollars. This is just the tip of the iceberg. But this is a toxic relationship in which I believe, I believe Blueface is being held victim and hostage to this individual. We have more. Stay with us. Stay tuned. I got more to show you as evidence. Um, and I believe substance abuse is probably a problem with both of them. Let me scroll down. Let me scroll, scroll down here to some other previous instances. I got to pull these up here. I got to scroll down my Instagram. Apologies here. Where is it? Oh, here we go. Here we go. I found it. All right. So these people got into a fist fight. We don't show fights here on this channel. So I'll do my best to try to censor it. All right. But these two got into a fist fight. Not so relationship goals. So here's Krishan. Very athletic, beastly looking woman. And here he is, tall and skinny. And this is going to go left. Are you all right, dude? Bro, that's not good, bro. All right, so it's not good, bro. <laughs> and Damn, dude. He takes her out. Wrestling on the street. And uh, he's trying to get her under control. Bro. Like, how is it his fault? Are you all right, dude? Bro, that's not good, bro. Damn, dude. Oh, boy. Hold the humanity. Goodness. So this is the type of relationship they have. Nobody's stopping them. Nobody's like, oh, man, they need to be apart from each other because they're in love. People use love as an excuse for anything. Sometimes you're blinded by love. And um, in the situation here, we're going to show you um, several other instances of them losing their mind. I guess they've been to couples therapy. And this woman says, Krishan Rock is not the problem. Okay, so in this case, they're blaming Blueface, which I'm sure he has something to blame too. But here it is right here. Uh, I got to turn the music down. Uh, uh, apparently, he's going in on her further and wrestling her, kneeing her. Boy, this is, look at this. Damn, this is terrible. This, this is crazy. All right, so 
this is the type of relationship they got. He's punching her in the stomach. Obviously, she must be pregnant. He's, I don't know what she's doing there. Absolutely reprehensible. I got more, guys. I got more about these toxic relationships. Uh, let's see here. Let's see here. There's one that I'm looking for in particularly that um, I can't find. Oh, this is the... Okay, so this... <laughs> they're going to age restrict this, but uh, Krishan is probably the problem. Apparently... She's willing to fight with bonnets on. So here she is with bonnets, and we won't play the whole scene, but this is her right here. So we want to wear blue faces, the problem, but this is her with another bonnet human being as well. Yeah. All right. So there you go right there. So she she has a what's going on with that bonnet? She does have a problem with putting hands on people. It doesn't matter if it's the male or the female, but she definitely has problems putting hands on people. Where's the one that I was looking for? Uh, let's see here. There's the one she was on the Kai Sinat podcast. I got to find that real quick. Let me see here. Koshan Rock, Kai Sinat. If it comes up. Uh, she come up here very soon. It's, oh, here it is right here. Okay, boy, I'm sorry. Be patient with me because I'm using Twitter so I don't get flagged by YouTube, meaning I don't get flagged for using other people's content. So bear with me. I have to use Twitter. So, um, here it is right here. This is Krishan. There she is right here. There's Blueface in the back. Watch the dynamics between the two. For something, you know, this is the type of person that she's triggered by everything. So I don't know the situation here, but this is Kai. Shout out to Kai. Wait a minute. Play it. Oh, Apologies for the sound. God. Now, everybody sees a lot of times black men are scared of black women. Let's just have that conversation. Especially women like this that 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 uh, black ram 313 would call masculina. She doesn't care about property. She doesn't care about anything. So she threw a chair, put a hole in the wall. Kai doesn't check her. No black men check her. And look at her boyfriend. This is the guy, Blueface. Look at how he's reacting. This dude's being held hostage by her, right? It's not just black men, coach. Oh, all men are scared of black women. Oh, Samoans too. But this aggressive woman, you know, she they will say she's the victim, and I'm sure you can find clips. But look, look at how they react. They don't check her. Look at the boyfriend. They're scared of her. Now, all men are scared of women, y'all saying. Anyway. You just put a hole in my wall. She doesn't care. Trying to change the subject. He's literally like, let's change the subject. Not, hey, I'll pay for that. Hey, let's go. Hey, you acting up. Hey, let's get out of here. Sorry, dude, for having her. She's acting up. She's this type of uh, chick. Hey, look at over here. He did the Jedi mind trick. <laughs> uh, Yeah, Uh, look, you're telling me he's the problem. Now, he is the problem in the relationship. But to say he is the, the 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 terrorist of the relationship, there's no way. Let's play it here. Sorry for the sound. I don't know why she's throwing the chair. She said, my bad, and slapped him on the back. <laughs> Not even men do this. Not even men would do that to another man. You put a hole in my wall. You rich. You rich. 
You're rich, you can fix it. You just put a hole in my wall. Wow. Wow. And she doesn't seem in any. <laughs> oh, man. Remember, I told you guys, men are the new women. They're the new women. It's crazy. Look at the look at the black and look at the men. She has no care in the world. She damaged her property, sits down like nothing, and dudes are like, wow. Look at oh man, security. <laughs> so security doesn't even care. Whose security is this? Not even security. I, I tell you, brothers. Not even the the big burly brothers can do anything. They're like scared of one woman. One woman. Of course, people are gonna say, what is they supposed to do? You're supposed to have her ass locked up. That's what you're supposed to do. Lock her ass up. She laughing at him. She's laughing at him. Where's the, is this the, oh, come on. What happened? Where's the audio? Awkward laugh, uncomfortable. The audio went out. I'm not sure. Look at how they look. And they don't know what to do. They don't know what to do with these people. I don't know what happened to the audio. Apparently, let me see something. Yeah, the audio went down on that one. You should see my house. You should see my house. You should see my house, bro. Oh, my God. It's crazy. He She tears up my house, too. Look at that. This is the woman. This is the woman that everybody's scared of. Right here. And this is the woman this guy's putting up with. He's putting up with this woman's stuff. Man, I'm going to tell you. This is why I tell y'all. Y'all don't need to be in relationships, man. One human being. This is the one human being. All because she got a booty. All because her booty is thick. All right, I got a couple more here to show you. I got a couple more here to show you. Kyson that says he's traumatized after having blue face over at the South. Let me see. Uh. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see if I can pull that up. He's there. All the men are tra traumatized. They're traumatized by him. Hold on for a second. I got to go back. I'm using Twitter. So be, be patient with me. Apparently, then uh, this individual's is fighting her father. Let me see here. Blueface fights the father of this person right here, which I'll show. I don't know why they were fighting, but I don't know the backstory of why they were fighting, but apparently, allegedly, this is how ninjas and toxic relationships be, be running right here. Uh, so we'll use this bit of evidence right here. Come on, man. What are we doing? My internet bugging out. Is my internet bugging out? Am I still on live? Okay. I don't even, I might be talking to myself at this particular point. So here we go right here. This is Blueface right here. Next to him is Krishan. And I think the father's trying to confront him. So here's the surveillance video of this. They're arguing. Here's the father. The father comes to rescue for Krishan. You know, I'm sure public opinion says that he's the abuser. He's the problem. Okay. And boom, the father steals on him. And so now it's time to go buck wild. The community is rep. Oh, man, he got a couple of punches in all oh, the humanity. My goodness. But all the humanity is for a TV show for a TV show. All right. Yeah, man.
And so this doctor, I mean, the toxic relationship is not a four TV show, but this is the type of stuff people put up with. And it's sad. Let me see if I can. There was one more video of them that I did. I actually did a video of of when he was antagonizing her for cheating. Let me see something. He was going through her phone. I actually did a breakdown video of this. Let me see if I can find that one. Oh, here it is. Boy, I'm glad. It's popping up on Twitter fast. Thank God. All right, so here it is right here. So this was the video of him, you know, somewhat in his emotions. Let's play it. Damn jailhouse. Why are you lying? And they come bail her out. Can you stop? She's sending the CO to hotel. So apparently. Mr. Hughes, too, yep. Apparently he believes and there's he a got a wife, name. and she probably gonna see this. Yeah, Mr. Hughes. Yep, back at the jailhouse. All right, this is not the best video version. In New Orleans. Like what? What type of bitch? Like what? You fucking with the Cioka? All right, so so apparently he's he thinks she's having an affair, and he's antagonizing her and abusing. Her. Let me see if he can get over to the point where he has the phone. Oh boy, these people deserve each other. They don't know you really a whore, just. Yeah, so he's calling her whores and all kind of stuff in his feelings and shit. Like yeah, they, you, think, they think you just a, a real solid bitch. They don't know you really a whore, just a whore with, with tattoos. Like what A 304 with a tattoos. Now, I always got to try to hold men accountable for this. You guys brag about women like this. You guys brag about taking down women like this. And I'm like, these are women from the street. They straggle daggles. Right? You shouldn't be bragging about it, about how successful you are with them because that tells me more about you and blue faces in the situation. So that's all we got to talk about that. I'll look at the tw- the jumper, no jumper podcast again to see if we have another clip uh, of her doing something or saying something that potentially might've triggered her. There is a longer video of her getting kicked out, which goes all the way out to the street. So let me see if I can find that one where they throw her outside and her security team comes to her rescue. Uh, let's see. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Thanks for sticking around. Let's see. I think this is it. Nope. Nope, that's not it. I might have to show it on YouTube, and I'm trying to prevent that because of the copyright strike. Oh, boy. Okay, let's let's show this one. She's a piece of work, man. I think there's substance abuse going on, if you will. Here it is. This is them. This is them earlier on the podcast. Stop playing with me. We're sharp. You're just talking to sharp, and you're just trying to, like, Isolate me from that conversation. I love you. I'm sorry. Hey, come on. Hey, bro. I'm going to step out and let y'all do the different part. Stop playing with me. We're sharp. You're just talking to short and you're trying to, like, isolate me from that conversation. Woo! Man, boy. And look at, look at the body language here. Look at the body language. I just want to show you. If the man was leaning in on her, I can see, I don't see why he's the problem here. I, although I don't know the entire story. She definitely is the one clinging to him. She's the leech. She's the parasite. He cannot get rid of her. He can't get rid of her. And she's bullying him for some reason. I think, I don't know what it is. There must be some great sex going on. I'm, I'm sure it's some passionate makeup sex. But he's definitely the one that's being held hostage in this relationship. That's just my opinion. Let me see if I can get the one where they toss her outside, which is a little bit funny to me. And then we'll go on with the super chats. But man, watch out for toxic relationships for real. Watch out for toxic relationships. Okay, I'll go to YouTube finally. I'll go to YouTube. 
because I want to show it. It's it's quite it's quite funny. Although no jumper is gonna be bad at me. They're gonna they definitely gonna copyright me. Does no jumper copyright? <laughs> Let me know. Let me see here. Podcast. Do they copyright? They might copyright. No 21 jumper. All right. Nah, they don't. All right. So we'll show it. <laughs> we'll show the part where she gets kicked out. All right. Let me see here. We'll take the risk. Fair use. Fair use. For no jumper podcast. All right. Oh, wrong fair use. Fair use for no jumper. Dr getting dragged out. So we'll show this part right here. So here she is getting dragged out. Trying to be respectful. You'll still be able to talk and assess the situation, but right now, yeah, I just think it's best that it you don't roll the dice. She off that Hennessy, man. All right, so this is the full King Jack. No, no, fair use, fair use. Come here. And before you say not every woman does this, before you say not every woman does this, this is a flat out lie. This is a flat out lie. They be doing this all the time. You just don't see it. Why are you doing that? Blue, what are you doing that Now, who in the hell is this flat back? Can you put the camera down? What is this? Fair use. I got a fair use. What do you mean put the camera? What this flat back and what is she wearing? Oh my God. Dude, what is the world? Oh, the humanity. What is this flat back doing? Can you put the camera down? Why? Because you got a sports bra on? This is terrible. All right. Yes, or you need to wet your camera. Huh? Oh, she said you want me to wet your camera. I'm going to destroy your property. They always destroying property. I'm going to wet your camera for not putting. Don't worry about what. I will wear your camera. Oh, what are you doing, is, man. Now, this flatback still trying to block, trying to block the dude from recording, although she doesn't know it's on surveillance camera. Look at this stuff. Hold on, I'm walking out I'm with you. I'm going to say what? She's throwing water on the security. So that man, people don't have no respect. No respect. Oh, wait, I didn't mean to go back. There. So now the flatback is throwing water on the security and brothers do brothers be dealing with these women. I don't know why you'd be dealing with these women. Oh, my God. They are toxic. She threw, she threw water on both of these gentlemen. This flatback threw water on both of these gentlemen with the camera. I'm walking out with you. I'm coming with you. Look, one, two. Oh man, hey, toxic relationships, and people say, "What about love, coach?" <laughs> that it looks like they're in love. Does it not look like they're in love? Let's get to these super chats. Let's go over the cash app. Protect your meat. Protect your meat, gentlemen. It's not worth it. We got DGC more in the building. Thank you, sir. As we close out the weekend, Enzo, he says, keep that truth and inspiration coming.
Pause. That's what we do. Thank you, Enzo. Loud pockets. Give me that Ric Flair-ish. I can't. They copyright me every time I do it. Apparently, Meek Mill owns that clip or the WWE, so I can't even play the I can't even play the soundbite anymore. Yes, that's how YouTube works. Jody says nonstop game CGA. Thank you. We trying to help men out. Trying to help y'all out. Avoid the idea that some woman validates you. You guys are better than this. We're all better than this. We're all better than this. We got somebody over on the PayPal. Then we'll get over to Venmo Cash uh, and Super Chats. We got uh, Loud Pockets is over here too. Loud Pockets doubling up on both sides. He says, Coach Chi, bet you everything I have that I hang out with women guys. They can't gut a fish, can't skin a buck, can't drive a boat, or if ever hiked a trail, kickstart a Harley or nothing. No Harley shovel head or nothing. Can't do nothing. Most men can't do a damn thing. <laughs> like, what can y'all do? Then you wonder why women don't want you. Oh, man. We're going to have to do, we're going to have to go out, gut fish. Swing a jackhammer, nothing. Hey, can y'all swing uh, a sledgehammer without kneecapping yourself? Probably not. I bet you if I put you behind a, a sledgehammer and said, hit that tire, because I used to do this with fitness clients, hit that tire with that sledgehammer. Y'all ninjas will be falling apart. The sledgehammer will tip you over. You swing the sledgehammer, hit your whole kneecap. You hit the tire, and then the hammer come and hit you in the forehead. <laughs> Yikes. Parallel park. Ugh. Can't parallel park. Can't parallel park. Just the basics. Just the basic. Can y'all parallel park? Can y'all whip it? I actually actually have a CDL, so I can parallel park a bus. I can parallel park a bus. So parallel parking is easy as hell. I'll just be like, whip, whip. People be like, damn, how you do that? Parallel parking blind. Y'all parallel park, getting out of the car, checking. This far away from the curb. Drive stick. That's another one. Drive stick. Oh, shit. Boy, that's a challenge. Driving stick. Driving a manual. You know what I mean? If you ride a motorcycle, it's manual transmission. So you're going to have to learn how to shift, clutch, shift, clutch. That's one of the things about the man, right? That's right. It's kind of like, a, you know, women are going to avoid manual transmissions. So, um, you know what I mean? When you get on a motorcycle, when you get on a motorcycle, you got to shift manually into gears. I, a bunch of dudes can't do that shit, right? Stalling out. <laughs> All right, anyway. My, my, auto, my 911 has both automatic and manual. So you can drive it either way. All right, people will always look at my and be like, oh, is this thick? Well, you can do it both. I can do it. Um, I could drive manual and automatic. But these are things that, these are things that, you know, men need to, this is why having men around, you'll be probably privy to this information. You'll act, actually, you know, your your father's, your, your, your father, yeah, the PDK uh, dual clutch. But your fathers will eventually introduce you to some of these things, right? inadvertently or they'll tease you about it this is about growing up as a man but if you grow up around women you'll never be exposed to these things and they will and somebody said that's not true manual hey dude have at it dude i, I know how to drive a manual relax <laughs> you know what i mean relax i can do both so what happens is what happens is they never really 
they never really get involved in doing minor things that actually add up and become major. They add up and become major. So you will inadvertently learn how to drive a stick, especially if you're around a guy in the rural area. You're inadvertently. Okay. So you guys got to. You guys got to be exposed to some of these things. Video games, yeah, that's cool, but you got to be it you got to be inadvertently exposed to some of these things. If you're around women primarily and you like women as friends, you're not probably going to be able to do these things at all. And then by the time you're an adult, you'll be exposed to it. And then when you're exposed to it, you might not even do it. He says all I know is PlayStation. There's somebody, I can't remember who it was, but they couldn't ride a bike. But they were like a young kid. And they was like, oh, I'm scared to ride a bike. I was like, ninja. It's a bike. Like, bro, how are kids today? Gen Z, are you here? You should be in school. Do y'all not know how to drive, ride a bike? Like, they could ride it, but they were scared. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> I was like, man, man. Like, go in your garage. One of these days, I'll do a vlog. Go in your garage. Do you have this? We'll play the do you have this game. Do you have this? I'll go around my house. Do you have a fishing pole? Pull out a fishing pole. Put out a, uh, you know, one of the boxes, the bait box. You have any bait box? Do you have a fishing pole? Do you have any what? Do you have any line? Um, do you have a wrench? Do you have a drill? I know people are like, these don't, these, these don't make you masculine. All right. Now you got to have the these things don't make you masculine. Now we're going to have that. No, that doesn't make you a man. Having a pocket knife doesn't make you a man. But they got 15 Xbox controllers in every variety of colors. They got 15 pair of Jordans. They got 30 basketball jerseys. <laughs> They got all that shit, and they walk out there fresh, and they drip is fresh. They got all the fake jewelry and all the fake watches. No level. <laughs> no level. You ain't got shit. Do you have jumper cables? We already did this show. You ain't got no jumper cables. No jumper cables. If you don't have jumper cables, man, just go ahead and write your man card off. Can you grow a garden? Now, that I cannot do. I'm going to tell you that right now. I will kill some flowers. My green thumb is broken. My green thumb is broken. I have no green thumb. But it's nice. I cannot keep flowers alive. <laughs> All right, shout out to Newski says years ago. When I was 19, me and my friend was by these two black women's house. He says my friend was with one of them pushing her telling her to let's go play fighting. I was the gentleman type, but I never got any play. So I tried it. And then I said, man, this is stupid. What am I doing? Glad I learned fast that it's not it. Yeah, I don't play fight with women. Like, you know what I mean? Like the whole play fighting and slapping and I don't do that. I know dudes are like, you're not masculine if you don't play fight with your girl. No, I don't play fight with women. The closest I got to that one day was I was dating this black woman when I was in high school, young black lady. And um, for some reason, they were she was very combative for I don't know what this is in their community. Very combative, but, um, you know, very argumentative and all that. She had a short pixie haircut 
and uh, chocolatey sister too. Her skin was flawless chocolate. Anyway, she would want to fight and be aggressive with me all the time. And one day she was completely aggressive and I had to do the whole push slap her out of the way type of thing. And of course, when you're in high school in this age, then the friends be like, oh, you hit her. And it was like, and I was like, it's clearly this woman was aggressive. And they'll watch the woman be aggressive with you. She'll stomp you down, chase you down, hit you, berate you, point you in your face, do the whole thing, and hit you with the, ah! hit you with the scar. She do all of that shit to you. And then you finally get up and leave and backpedal. She charge you and you be like, you hit her with the, you hit her with the sidestep. She go flying. You might trip her. And then they go crazy. They start chicken balking. And you're like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, these people are nuts. Next day, it was like nothing happened. She grabbing her ankles. Next day, she grabbing her ankles and you long stroking her or giving her five stroke special. I, I can't deal with women like that. I cannot. And particularly for one of my experiences, black women seem to be the biggest culprit in that box. Yeah, that foreplay. Somebody said it's just foreplay, but that's not foreplay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. I don't want to foreplay like that. I don't need all that to get riled up. I can stroke you out. Yeah, she was flirting. For some reason, are, are women in here? Women, sisters, that literally is flirting for them. That literally is foreplay. It is. I had a, uh, another sister. She would come argue, 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 only to lay on her back. Meow. The whole day asking questions. Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? I bet you cheating on me. I bet you you got another girl. I bet you like light-skinned girls. I bet you, you like white girls. I bet you like dark girls. Why are you playing? You playing too much. You shouldn't be playing. I'm playing too much. No, I'm not. Yes, I just disagreeing. It's a mating ritual, communitar mating ritual. And then all of a sudden, they lay on their back, wetter than the Niagara Falls. Meow. I'm like, that's too much work. <laughs> KW says regarding the chair video. It looked like Blueface was challenging Kai to say something before changing the subject. Mm. Wow. So he was he was waiting for him to say, hey, put her in check. Interesting. Yes, yeah, sisters, uh, if you're like that, stay clear the hell away from me. I want no parts of that. I want no parts of that. I'm not going to put up with that. Masculine dudes would be like, yeah, man, what you do is you get dominant over her and you get your masculine frame over her and then you'll have them how you want them. No, nope. <laughs> that's OK. Nope. I don't need no masculine woman to lie on her back and purr because for some reason they be lying on their back and purring. They'd be like, purr, purr. they'll let you do whatever, man. And I like to be thrown around. I like to be choked. Choke me out. Choke. Oh, my Lord. Like, oh, man, I just. I get it, man. There's fetishes and the choking thing, and I get it. And throw me around. Uh, this is why thugs be winning with them, by the way. This is why thugs be winning. Because thugs give them this exact treatment, if you want to know. And I'm tired of these educated lames. <laughs> I'm tired of these educated lames. Because of what they do is they still haven't got it yet. They still haven't processed it. These women want you to put a belt around their neck. There's some sick women out here, sexually deviants. They're like, put the belt around my neck, pull it, and stroke me, and then pinch my nipple. You just like, 
Can I just get this nut? Hey, check this out. Yeah, y'all asking for cases. You're going to be in domestic violation court. You're going to be in domestic violation court. But the problem is educated lames will be like, why does she always pick the thug? Why do they pick thugs? Because the minute you find out that she likes to be tossed around, led, dominated, this is the natural progression of humanity. Women will challenge you to figure out if you're willing to dominate and lead them. They're not going to ask for it. They're not going to say, throw me around, dominate me, choke me. <laughs> you kind of have to find that out on your own. But dudes that are like the educated lame, well, I went to college and I got a job at Google and, and, I, and I love you and I caress your hair and I whisper sweet nothings in your ear and I take you out to dinner and I have a, uh, I make 130K and she dryered in the Sahara Desert, unfortunately. For some reason, that doesn't turn her on. You think it would turn her on, but it doesn't. They like whip, sand, chains, and handcuffs, and they like to explore. You'll find that out. Get them in the situation. Throw their ass on the bed. Kabloom! Change positions. Just push her ass over. Push her head in the pillow. She's in heaven. She's like, this is fantastic. Thank you. Throw in the ring like wrestlers throw you on the ring when they when they outside and they throw the wrestler in the ring under the ropes. Throw in the ring like that. Throw on the bed like that. Soon as she get in, just grab her by the scruff of the neck like this and throw her on the bed. She'll be like, hi. She'll be like this. Take me. I'm yours. <laughs> You're out there. Can I touch your shoulder? Perhaps kiss your neck. Can I give you? Can I give you a couple of couple of strokes? Do you like it? Tell me you like, you like it fast and slow. It's seven a top, clock on the top. I'm in my drop top, cruising the streets. Do you like it nice and slow? They don't, they don't want to like it slow. They don't. Not all the time. <laughs> so your little degree and your little job and your little tech job is doing nothing for women. Sadly enough, not many women will admit that this is true. But there's some women that can't, they can't even have, they can't even make love to R&B music. They want some ignorant. You'd be hitting that meat meal and she'd be in there. Let's go. Thugging. <laughs> Perhaps we'll have children. No, they don't like that. They want you to get up and be like, I think I nutted in you. What? What do you mean? Oh, my God, it's going to be weird. Oh, man, I'm ovulating. Oh, I might have a baby with you, but I really don't want it. You think you want to have a baby with me? It would be so nice. You're out there. Uh, how do you want me to finish? Where do you want me to put it? You're like, I'm, where do you want me to put it? And you pull out. No, they don't like that. They want you to shoot up the club, shoot up the club, and then say, wait a minute, did you do it in me? Oh, no. Oh, now I'll have to 45 days to hold you hostage. Thinking about it. Oh, I think I might be missing. Should I get a plan B or not? You think I should get a plan B? Oh my gosh, should we wear condoms? No, I'll let you hit it, Roski. They like, dude, they're weird, man. They're weird. They're, they're, they're weird people, man. And once men figure it out, <laughs> yep. I missed my period. Oh no, eight months of more hostage. Eight months of more attention. 
they don't want you to ask them nothing. Now, the complicated part of this, and this is the truth. This is the complicated part. Let's get to these contributions. Sorry. The complicated part is that then they can play plausible deniability. So this is where you should be concerned. So I'm not telling you to do these things to women, but I notice that this works with them better than the other things. However, they can always play the victim plausible deniability. Well, I didn't know he was going to bust up inside of me. I didn't know he was going to throw me around and he choked me a little too hard today. And then of course he was violent, domestic violation. And then I removed consent and he did this and I had a mark and a bruise, you know, but you guys got to know that they do this stuff. It's there. Do not ask them it, asking them to do things. They can't make decisions very well, but, but also if they tell you that they are a freak, and they'd be like, I'm a freak until the day, until the dawn. You're going to think she's a skeezer. <laughs> and you'd be like, you nasty. Already exhausted. Yes. Shout out to Mr. Cherry. Ray Cherry says, hey, coach, is child support based on the lifestyle the children had before or their overall well-being? Oh, man. Uh, child supports based on theft, deception, and fraud. All right, that's what it's <laughs> that's what it's based on. All right, that's what it's based on. It's thievery. It's crooked. It's crooked economics. However, if you wanted to know, it's based on particularly the male's income and her stealing custody away of your children. So that's what it's based on. So however much custody she can steal from you by either manipulating your children or ghosting with them or acting like you were some sort of uh uh. Uh, uh, you know, tyrant father and you make more money that will somehow fuel the child support case. So your income is higher, your custody lessens, and then she takes your ass to court. Then they say to you, you make all this money and they pat your pockets down. <laughs> and they ask you where all your money is. And I could tell them, go F yourself. All right, go find it. And then, uh, but, but if you're W2, they got what your money is. They know what it is. That's what child support is based on. <laughs> anyway, let's get it here. Let's see here. Private investigators being here busy. They being here busy. Let's see here. What we got here? Let's go to Super Chats. Y'all need some love. We got AV Network guy. Shout out to you. JC, ninjas be having Tupperware for lunches <laughs> and thermoses. Yikes. All right, Albert Wesker says it's in BW's mind, toxic relationship equals the perfect love. Now, I mean, it's hard to deny this because if you're not toxic, they don't have anything to tell their girlfriends. If you're not toxic, you don't, they don't have anything to talk about your girlfriends with. Now, you would think they would get around their girls and go, oh, my God, my husband's so wonderful. My boyfriend's a wonderful guy. Well, you know what that's going to do is going to piss off her friends. Oh, man. Bitch thinks she got it going on. That bitch thinks she got a good relationship. So they're going to sabotage that. You're boring. How's your boyfriend going? Oh, my God. He's so good to me. He brings me flowers and chocolates and teddy bears and candy grams. All right. He took me on a trip. Whirlwind romance. Nah. That shit ain't going to work. Friends ain't going to put up with that. They got to bust that shit up. So what they'll do is talk negatively about their boyfriends or fiancés or husbands. Oh, my husband's a piece of shit. He's dumb. He's Barney Rubble wrapped all up in one. He's goofy. He can't hit it right. Nothing. All right. And so you'll, she'll get used to that being around that. And she'll be like, damn. What about your relationship, Tammy? Oh, my relationship's wonderful. Now nah, she's got to join into the drama. Oh, you know, he is kind of weird. Oh, 
How weird is he? Have you checked his phone? Have you checked his drawer? Do you see him? Did you catch him jacking off? All right. He's probably cheating on you. They got to bust that shit up. <laughs> they want the drama. It's exciting. Then it gives them an excuse to do stupid stuff. All right. Cheat. Make out with the dude. The chat at the club. I won't tell him. Albert Wesker says, and by the way, if a woman in you're in a relationship with talks negatively about you in front of you to her girlfriends and or behind your back, ditch him. Ditch that woman. DTB or dump that chick. Shout out to Albert Wesker in, in BT 100 or sorry, in BT 1000 terms, Krishan is an advanced BT 10,000. Yeah, that woman is a cyborg. 21 Jumper podcast features takeout take off in young gunner well i don't think they're recording any new episodes agent machine says there's a video of a bw judge being drug out of the courtroom when found guilty also a bw judge in vegas was recently jailed on dv against her husband guys it don't matter how educated they are they be out here acting a plum fool and nobody really does look society doesn't know what to do with them this is the problem society doesn't know what to do They'll be at CVS or Rite Aid tearing up the whole Rite Aid. They'll be at the liquor store tearing it up. They'll be at the uh, amusement park tearing up everybody, beating up the ride operator. And, of course, it's going to be like, well, he called her a B and he did this. It's always going to be the guy's fault, Jermaine's fault. But they, they don't know what to do with them. They don't know what to do with them. I, it's a real problem. It's a real problem. And then they'll gang up and beat up dudes and jump them. It's kind of difficult. It's kind of difficult. Society's like, okay, what do we do? These are women. A society typically doesn't jail their women. There's a reason why. They're, they're the extension of the family, meaning they extend families. Uh, through their decision-making, they create more people. So thus, you can't have the matriarch. You can't have the mother in, in prison. So they get. this is why they get lighter jail sentences, and people tend to find the way to blame the guy or the guy will take the blame at the end. Oh, okay, I'll take the blame in the end and he'll take the punishment, but it's hard. Uh, even I think society does not know what to do with this group of people. He says, are we going to keep a hyena in the house as a, okay. Shout out to Albert Wesker. They fight all day. Like his WWE 24 seven belt. King Brodicus says nowadays I'm cool. Being an Uncle Tom, just call me Unc. Uncle Tom is a term of endearment. It's a term of jealousy. Your boy Jarvis says, how are brothers going to get any respect when even our millionaire brothers are with straggles? Shaking my head. Yeah, brother's going to have to have different mate selection. Uh, you know, picking women for booty when you can clearly see that the woman is a train wreck everywhere else. I wish I could find that thing. Let me see if I bookmark it. These women be train wrecks everywhere else, up and down. And then the dudes would be like, oh, she thick, all oh, And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you guys got to cast these people to the side. So our mate selection is making this more prevalent. We're mating them. We're, we're actually, it's kind of like mating with gremlins. You know what I mean? She pops out five, six more and just, you know, multiplies. <laughs> all right. Anyway, Albert Wesker still super chatting. Krishan versus Ronda Rousey at WrestleMania. That would be good. Sheldon Ross, but she'd be drunk. Sheldon Ross, I honestly think they do it for attention because if she was honestly like that, everyone would have 
cut them both off, especially if they have money. Um, well, it's pretty bad. She's pretty bad. I think she's drunk. The dictator says, but those eyelashes and she's thick, coach. JC, guys, my chat may not make sense after some time. What's going on there, Sheldon Ross? So can you just make your own recording of you saying the Ric Flair quote and use that? Yeah, but it's better when he does it. I can do that. I'm trying to get the entire thing down to use at random. And I got to sit here in this studio and sit here listening to you with, with your name in my mouth. Yes, indeed. Shout out to uh, Miles Davis. We're getting closer to the end here and the weekend. He says, been watching since 2020 when I broke off my engagement of five years to a single mammy at age 25. Former D1 offensive lineman, hard worker, who put her in a suburban Houston home at age 24, and she still was not happy. I'm not happy. <laughs> I turned 28 Monday, make more money now, and have a business. Shout out to you. Did you impregnate this woman, though? Looks like you didn't impregnate her, so you're going to get off easy. If you impregnated her, she's going to watch you make money and steal your money via the child support system. Okay. But uh, what you will find, guys, is most of you guys are trying to build with women. Those days are over. You, you are more likely going to make more money when you're by yourself or single, maintain single status, as opposed to being in relationships, cohabitating, and marrying. JC, and by the way, don't hit me with the, well, the black community should benefit from marriages. <sighs> First of all, black, black community has the least marriages on record since the 1950s. Black people were more likely to get married prior to the 1950s. After the 1950s, the least likely to get married. So it's not just going to start where y'all going to get families together. You guys got some work cut out for you. JC says one chick I dated was abusive and her brother was a ranked boxer. She had them hands too. When he got deleted, Wait, when he got deleted, I made my escape safely. I did some dumb things. Wow. Wait a minute. What, what's going on there? Brothers, we got here. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. King Nomad said there is no community in your right. <laughs> there's, no, there's no community. I think people are also, there's a lot of hope strategists. What we need to do as a people, the black community, like what? Like where is it? Show me where the black community is. Like there, there is no, I mean, the, the, I'm going to sound like an Uncle Tom here, but. The amount of crime, the amount of pain we inflict upon people who look like us, the amount of savagery, people, scammers, thieves, the amount of women having babies by crooks, uh, the organized crime or the street level crime, young thug and gunna. I mean, between between all this gangster rap music, crack era, people, uh, people uh, prioritizing and uplifting, pimping women. I mean, mm. obesity. I mean, I, 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 I just don't know what y'all looking at sometimes. I'll be like, what are y'all like? Where <laughs> new, 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 new world order. Like what issue are we going to attack first? And then never, ever, never, ever, never, ever do I hear. <laughs> we need to fix that. As soon as you say we need to fix that. But what about when the whites do or somebody loses their life? But it's a Mexican or a white person that does it. And then everybody's up in arms. As if nobody else was killing each other and shooting each other up the previous week. Chicago, Illinois. I'm like, wait a minute. You guys going to look over, overlook 50 people during the weekend getting shot. Now, this person over here. 
I don't get it. And then as soon as you bring that up, but them's apples, apples and oranges. We don't care about them. We could kill each other, but when they kill each, <laughs> I don't know what to do. I'm out. Hey man, look, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. If you if y'all can't figure that much out, I'm out of the conversation. I'm not talk. I'm not talking to nobody. <laughs> look, it's baffling. It's like, dude, it's mind boggling. It's mind boggling. I'm like, dude, how do y'all let, look? This is Friday. Mind boggling. How do y'all even reconcile that shit? <laughs> It'd be like, anyway. <laughs> Somebody, brothers, would be like, we've been out, bro. I'm like, there must be some organized crime going on here where we can't snitch on the people. Like, there's. Lawar Moore says that's the reason why Tupac made the song called Toss It Up. Yeah, you got to toss them up, toss them around. They like that shit. Speaking my mind says I'd rather be an Uncle Tom than a Sambo. He says who told Master what the slaves were doing. And so people get the Sambo and the Uncle Tom mixed up. They think Uncle Tom is the Sambo and the, the Sambo is probably the worst, worser of the figures. Cali West Miami, shout out to CGA and the coach gang. Shout out to CGA and the coach gang. Uh, yeah, man, we need to protect our young black men. We need to do that. But we also need to teach them what's afflicting us and how we can help ourselves. And uh, that's called knowledge of self. Thank you for the honorable Elijah Muhammad and the professor Wally, Wally Farad that would tell you guys about knowledge of self and how to operate and how not to call each other the N-word. The honorable minister Louis Farrakhan also tried to instill these principles as well. Nobody heard it. Nobody, nobody made the adjustment. It was like, no, okay. Anyway, <laughs> the, the 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 honorable Miller, the Malik uh, Shabazz. I, I, I'm getting the name wrong. Malcolm X told y'all to stay away from the white liberals, and for some reason, it went clear over people. Like nobody heard the lesson. Between Elijah Muhammad, Wally Farad. Malcolm X, Farrakhan. I mean, listen, you can call these people what they what you want. I think they were having a self-sufficient movement. Message to the black man. Did anybody read that? <laughs> it's like, bruh. Like, you never even looked at it. Like, is it's in there. Self-sufficiency. Don't listen to these people. These people are trying to manipulate you and lead you astray. Nothing. And I'm the Uncle Tom. And I'm mentioning these people as having the, probably one of the best messages for self-sufficiency, self-dependency, and so forth. Like they have, to, to me, and whatever you want to say about them and their per perceived racism, their message of self-improvement, knowledge of self, self-sufficiency, building a community, impacting, supporting women, women's role with men, men's role with women. To me, I'm like, dude, if anybody listen to them, they actually got it right. They actually got it more right than wrong. Everybody else has had some sort of mixed bullshit, invited women in, and they could, Bro, they told you how to eat, and and you do didn't listen to any of it. What I mean, that was probably eighty years down the drain. Mm. They they fixed beefs between men in the hip hop community. They fixed beefs between men in the hip hop community. They told you what poisons not to eat. They told you to eat them bean pies. Eat them bean pies. They literally was like, they literally was like, this how we gonna make it work? Failed it. Shahrazad Ali. Shahrazad Ali was like, hey, this is how we're going to get the community together. 
told women about themselves, wrote a book for men and women, and then still rebuked her. There's no chance if Muhammad, if Elijah Muhammad, Muhammad Ali, Malcolm X, Farrakhan, Waha, uh, the, the, the God himself, if, if they can't do it, if they can't fix it, and Sharazad Ali, if they can't fix it, nobody's going to fix it. Muhammad Ali, too. If they can't listen to them, I ain't have no chance just to let you know. So they're definitely not going to listen to me. Hey, I've missed a whole bunch of people over here on the Venmo. Shout out to Faith in the building. I see that nice silver chain glistening on your chocolate skin chest. Uh-oh. Faith trying to come out to Vegas, I see. Come and sign that NDA. Come and sign that NDA. And I'll take care of you. Yeah, as soon as I get home, Faith. We'll take care of you. She's signing up for the 52-point program here. CGA Ali Bumbaye. All right, shout out to no government name B. He says the game guys would have been proved, would have been proud of the Wednesday actor. Yep, he, he ran all the game. And he says, but what they won't tell you is that dude just ruined his entire acting career and lost millions of future dollars at the age of 21. Game guys, I, I would love for you guys to share a platform with me one day and deny what I've been telling you. Please deny it. Please deny it. Because I got so much evidence, and I know they're going to, well, that just happens to do. We got to move differently. Even, even the passport bros are going to have to adapt. I think what they're going to have to do is, 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 is show that they can leave and be happy without having to put black women down. They're going to have to. Because that's what they're targeting. That's the that's the red herring. El Jefe paying my tuitions to CGA. Support CGA. He doesn't have to do this. Goat. Thank you, brother. He says dating coaches, the PUA is full of ish. Today they are. And my I'm, I'm I love my brothers, but most of the guys that are pushing this shit are well past 38. Okay. Many of them married. It's an honest criticism. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. You, that, that means you're not out in the game. Oh, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing. It is not the same thing. It is not. I'm sorry. It is not the same thing. Dudes that are younger dudes are dealing with a whole different bag. I'm sorry, man. I disagree respectfully. Shout out to James E. Cornette. Girls on Seeking in Vegas are absolute trash. Yes, they are. I think my next move is to move to a condo right on the strip. I believe the best women are not on the internet. He says, I'm going to have to meet them in person. Do you think this is a good idea or should I continue to live off the strip? Well, <laughs> I'll talk about this on the uh, locals, but this is what people don't understand about Vegas women. The women, the best looking women in Vegas are visitors. Once you leave the strip and you head off Las Vegas Boulevard, and if you go north, you're going to see some of the ugliest women possible in the desert, desert rats. If you go south, you're you're just just keep driving to Los Angeles. <laughs> if you go south and west, keep driving to LA. If you go north, if you go north, which would be um, I'm not not North Las Vegas. I meant north. If you go to North Las Vegas, you got people with missing teeth. If you go south, south and west, you're going to Henderson, out to Los Angeles. Keep going to LA. If you go uh, which would be a northwest, northwest. You're going to be out there with the Californians. 
You're going to be with the Californians, all the Californians that left and set up Orange County in a town called Summerlin. If you go past Summerlin, just keep heading to Reno, okay? Or you'll hit Sky Canyon or just keep it going. You're, you're in the middle of the desert. If you go in the other direction there, it, dude. Yeah, if you go south-south, you're going to Arizona. Just keep going right through Flagstaff, right down to Tempe. You're good. Okay, listen. Vegas women are garbage. And I dudes be like, Vegas women got the hottest chicks. The visitors, they do. And most people have never been off the strip when they come to Vegas. So you have no idea. Vegas is garbage. <laughs> All right. And Reno is not. Yeah, v, Reno is terrible. You know what I mean? It's not even close. Anyway, last couple here. Lord, Larry Leger, TGIF Friday. Will the masculinity correction course help me realize and justify paying 12K for some beast leave? It will. It will, man. <laughs> Last one, Macaroni Tony. I'm in a bind, coach. I keep hearing from my junior college that chivalry is dead, yet I don't want to be someone I'm not. I'm naturally a gentleman. Do I just get new players on my team or hold masculine frame? One thing about the junior college is you can get rid of them. Get rid of them. If they don't operate, if they're asking questions, if they're trying to backdoor relationships, if they're trying to inquire, if they start trying to act like this is a relationship, replace them. Best thing about it is you can replace them and find a new roster relatively soon. I want them to take them seriously. Shout out to Full Speed Mario. We are here, and we are almost approaching the two-hour mark. If you live in Vegas, fly women, fly women in from L.A. <laughs> fly a bit. Or go to L.A. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to the desert. If you know anything about desert people, shout out to all my desert people. Desert people are, you know, 20, 40 years ago, desert people were down bad. A lot of drugs, poverty, and a lot of the people that are second, third generation of desert people, and they grew up in Vegas or Phoenix or Tucson, they came from poverty, sometimes trailer parks and meth. <laughs> I know. All right, shout out to the coach gang, man. Shout out to the coach gang. Yes, and if a girl's coming from Vegas from another city, she going to be on like Donkey Kong, all right? It's going to be on. She's going to be doing some freaky stuff. All right, man, we out. Enjoy your weekend. And on Sunday, we'll be back Sunday morning on Locals, Sunday evening on Patreon. You got to be at the Patreon, $50 level and above. All right, appreciate the support. And we out of here. Peace. I'm like hotter than average. Take the average. I'm hotter than average. I'm smarter than average. I'm funnier than average. I'm above. I'm an above average individual. I'm 33 and I look like young. So, yeah. I'm pretty sure that I deserve an insanely rich guy.